Greetings, everyone. Who is this new host? Oh, it's just Joe Negron <laughs> with a cold. Um, um, this is episode Smart Wrestling Fan, episode number 800, blah, 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 843. So um, I am Joe Negron, like I said, with uh, thought I had COVID, don't have COVID, probably have some kind of sinus infection. But anyway, yikes, I'm uh, we're lucky I'm even here along with Mr. Mutant Larry. Hello. Uh, instead of COVID, you get me. <clears throat> yeah. So, kind of lateral. What a deal. Um, so, I'll try to get through this. I might have to mute a lot and let Larry talk a lot. Oh, by the way, Larry, your new, your new name is um, <clears throat> Leopold. Leopold. Leonard. Leonard. That's what you wanted. Yeah. Let me just, me? before we even get into this, tell you. Excuse me. I'm not feeling so hot today. And then... It's like really early in the morning and I'm really sick. And Larry texts me and asks me if I saw the tweet from Mr. Marlena. So I immediately <laughs> think it's gold dust said something bad. So I go and read a million tweets of his. Then I say, I don't know what you're talking about. And he says, I'll find it. And then I did find it though. He finds a picture and it's of Mike Canellis. So to Larry, Mr. Marlena is actually Mr. Maria. Yes. It's, oh, come on. The names are close. And That's not even tired. close. Semi-close. Oh, my God. So I screamed at him in all caps, and I was in no mood for his nonsense. It was not nonsense. It I like was talking funny, about you like you're not here. It. That's fun. So. <sighs> Greetings, everyone. We're going to talk about wrestling today. Boy, oh, boy. I'll tell you what. I watched three hundred wrestling shows. You thought I was going to say three wrestling shows. You are wrong. Um, but first, let's talk about yeah. And, and let me tell you, one of them was awesome. One, two of them were really bad. You can probably guess. But um, guess how many podcasts I did uh, in July? Now it's August second into third right now because we're in the middle of the night here. So um, after Raw. But Larry, guess how many podcasts I did in in July? Well, there's four weeks, so four. Yeah. So four. That's how many you did. I did oh, okay. 27. <laughs> so people need to go to patreon.com slash smart wrestling fam because I, I'll tell you what, this is a overtime job for me now. And I'm hoping that we have enough listeners um, so they could go there and uh, pledge to the show and get so much content for their buck and then just, just, pledge away and get the extra episodes we've done ridiculous amounts of episodes just in july alone um it's our our, our it's our all-time record um it was a so. busy july for you joe i could tell it was very busy it's tall you caught a you caught a disease or something well i don't think i caught the disease from doing the shows but i'm sure it i didn't don't help. know raw maybe I think maybe raw i got could... the disease from raw i had it before that though because it was probably smackdown but anyway, I just want to tell people, listen, we had we had covered, we had, what did we have on there? We had many episodes of, um, we covered on Smart Wrestling Fan More, we had NXT, NXT UK, New Japan Strong, New Japan Strong. Uh, Pay-Per-View, um, that was the Wrestle Grand Slam show at the Tokyo Dome, and we covered two TNA Pay-Per-Views, if you can believe it. That's Slammiversary crazy. and Homecoming. That's insane. So... There's so much content up. Plus, um, also there's a there's a, a new episode of 
Smart the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo fam. So if you're following that, um, that's, who isn't. that's a fun one. So please listen to that. And you can get all this content on Patreon. <clears throat> so there you go. That's it. Just want to tell people that. And um, um, we're going to talk about wrestling later. And I am not pleased with two out of the three shows. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was not pleased with SmackDown until I watched Raw, and honestly, SmackDown seems wanted to go back. Seems to tolerable compared to Raw. Raw just was. I, listen, I wrote down so many stats for Raw because I was so mad at it that I didn't go to bed, and instead I stayed up until the wee hours um, until Larry was finished watching Raw because he watched it on a delay, and I stayed up and I made all these notes about the matches on Raw, and boy, we're gonna talk about it. <clears throat> and also, twenty-seven missing people on the on the uh, WWE roster this week. So I was yes, twenty. I was twenty-seven, that. and I'm being fair and not counting things like Reckoning and Titus O'Neil and ones that are on the website but don't actually exist. Like <clears throat> I'm being super fair, and there were twenty-seven missing people. That is ridiculous. Especially when we got the poor quality we got. And especially when people were wrestling twice. Oh my god. But we'll talk about all that and more. Um, so, yeah. Should we start with, with um, yes. the, the Tell news? Yes, the ratings. Okay. News. Um, let's see. Last week's Monday Night Raw scored... Oh, they went down 1.8 million viewers. What do you think of that? That's still too... That is way too many for the quality of this product. I think it's too high, but... Yes. I mean... I'm, I don't know if people are still watching because it's back live, but... I know it's Monday. because it's up against the Olympics, but... I mean, it should not already be dropping, should it? Yeah. It should because, be staying. Yes, because the, I was excited when no, they I, went back to live crowd, and yeah. now it's bad again, so... SmackDown Live on Fox, 1.9 million viewers. If you round up, it's about 2 million. So about the same as they did last week. Um, The NXT number was their record low because they were on Sci-Fi and it was taped. So 520,000 viewers for that. And then AEW. What did we guess last week? I think we guessed a little under that. Oh, that's right. I said 449 and you said lower. So I do win, but not by much. But the point is, yeah, I, I, I guessed it around there. So... That's fine. And then AEW, um, fourth highest rating of all time, 1,108,000. So there's that. That's the thing. Well, so that's I, good. I still don't know why anyone is watching Monday Night Raw, but. I'm not sure either. We watch it because we're, we're doing some kind of service, but I think the service is killing us. Well, I'm wondering. I'm wondering if after this raw, people are like, "Oh, even with a live crowd, it's consistent." Yeah, suck. it's getting like the quality's going woo into the toilet until we get to SummerSlam. Oh boy. Okay, big news this week. Let's talk about the news right now. WWE uh, has released Bray Wyatt. Now, Bray Wyatt has been on the shelf for what since the Raw after WrestleMania. He's been missing. Yeah, and, and the that theory was, was when he's, he's like everything's gonna be okay he did remember that when he said that and it was almost like he was telling us that he was gonna (laughs) disappear he's like but i'll be back in a different form on some other show and then he's gone why okay why why would you release bray wyatt he was a big money contract 
So it must have been Nick Khan saying, here's a budget cut. Who's this guy? Bray Wyatt. Who is that? We don't even use him. Let's get rid of him. What? It, listen, and well, now is Joe, what happened with Jojo? She, she, I know she, she actually had has been baby, but yeah, she was released like, like seven months ago, but no one ever talked about it, but she was. Yeah. yeah. I don't ever remember. Her. <clears throat> she took time off for the baby and then she was just released while she was at home. Isn't that nice? She WWE a has fiend. a great maternity program. She has a baby fiend to feed, and they just released yeah, her. Maternity leave program is amazing at WWE. <laughs> you get you if you're doing anything related to it's maternity, okay. you leave. See, here's the thing: uh, people backstage are wait, freaking is, uh, out. Wait, wait, I don't mean to interrupt, but what about Lacey Evans? Didn't she do the baby thing too? What is her so deal? she might never come back. We don't know. Oh, but she, that's Ric Flair's baby, so it's probably taken. Okay, care but of, right? in the next piece of news, WWE has come to terms on the release of, of Ric Flair. Flair asked. Oh, now the ball, that poor baby. Flair asked for his release and they said, okay. Oh, both the baby's parents are now unemployed. Yes. Can you believe this? I swear to God, like, I don't, I don't understand anymore. It's all just the bottom line. And if we look at it as they're trying to sell the company, then it makes sense. If you look at it any other way, I don't understand it. I I know that. My my Vince. stomach just made an R two D two sad noise when I said that. Vince has come that? to the conclusion he doesn't need to Ooh. make stars, but I think he's come to the conclusion he doesn't even need stars now. I I think he's just gonna have nobody on the program. I think just, my stomach was doing a sad woo for Ric Flair. I think you're right. It's just gonna be him, Triple H, Stephanie, Roman Reigns, John Cena, Goldberg, and like a few extras that they figure out like maybe an appearance by the undertaker or Kane in his mayoral shape. And that's about it. Five hours minimum TV. They have to do to please the networks. Yeah. 27 people missing firing people. Yeah. Let's just have Seamus wrestle three I times have, on each show. Well, I have no confirmation. Yes. I have no confirmation of this at all, but some of the dirt sheets have been, rumbling about um fox and usa being very mad at some of these releases especially bray wyatt i i again i can't confirm any of that i just heard the same thing most people did and i there was nobody i could ask about that i know morale i know morale flow i mean it has to be money stuff is orton gonna be released i mean who okay? Who are the big contracts left? Orton's There's not many. Roman Reigns, yeah, Seth Rollins. Um, Ooh, I'd like him to get rid of Seth. Um, I don't want to wish release on on anybody, but uh, Seth, I think, be the best thing to happen to Seth if he would get released. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a list in front of me about of all the money. I don't know everybody's financial terms i just know some um but let me get let me get to all these stories and then you might when i say the last piece of the puzzle here you might it might this might all come together or it might not um also adam cole's baby's contract is up in three weeks if you can believe that really well it actually ran out a few months ago and they asked if he would resign till 2024 and he said i don't want to do that right now but how about, and they said, well, can you re-sign until SummerSlam that weekend when there's a takeover? Can you do that? Have your last match against Kyle O'Reilly and then reconsider? And he said, I can do that. So he's going to reconsider if he's going to stay or not. 
I don't think he's gonna. Why would you? Yeah, but he's... I don't know what you do with him in another fed. Let him do his own thing. Maybe he'll be fine. Just, yeah, you know, I don't they're know. They're kind of the white bread wrestlers of the world. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because they are. They're just so... I don't know. I would I would have a hard time packaging him somewhere else. I don't know. He did fine in out. Ring of Honor in New Japan in the Bull Club. I don't I think he was I think he'd do fine, Larry. Okay. Um also last week, if you remember, Natalia just all of a sudden couldn't walk anymore in her match. <laughs> I remember Natalia. Um she I remember had, that time she couldn't wrestle anymore. Oh wait, that was Yeah, that's false. all the time. I'm sorry, Natalia, but learn how to do a sharpshooter. Um I'm so sorry. I feel bad, but she She's always has to reset and go. She's now, what do I do? Wrestling to, to practice. Oh. I don't feel bad anymore. Yeah. Um, well, Natalia had knee surgery, but claims she will be back in two to three weeks. What kind of surgery is that? I don't know. Stitches on your kneecap? What, what, the? what kind of knee surgery? I don't know. Whatever. So we'll see. We'll see if that happens. Um, WWE is do- now I've known this for a while and couldn't really say much about it. But yes, WWE is doing Queen of the Ring in October. So, how many women wrestlers are going to be left by then? Four. It's just going to be Carmella, right? Yeah, probably. It's either Carmella or Charlotte, right? I don't even know if Charlotte's going to be around. Sure, well, Andrade asked first. Rick asked second. They both got out of their contracts by asking first, kinda. Yeah, but what does he have to do with being a flare? Oh, I don't know. What? Just making insinuations. Okay. I don't know why. Um, all right. But um, there's that. Now, here's where the thing gets messy. So Vince had his quarterly call. You know how he talks on the quarterly call. Nick Khan's on there. I know how he talks. He does. Quarterly call. Also, Stephanie was on there. Triple H was on there. Now, if you listen to this, I think this takes the cake. I think it does. Let me tell you what Vince said. He said... I can't do the voice because I'll hurt myself. He says he doesn't consider AEW competition. The question that the person asked was about how uh, AEW is investing in their talents and spending a lot of money on talents. So he says, Vince says, I don't know where their investments are. Perhaps we can give them some more. Meaning (laughs) we'll keep releasing them and they'll keep buying them up. Good. Um... Yeah. And then, okay, so Vince says this, and Nick Khan says, well, everything is competition. Everybody is competing. We're competing with everyone. You know what he said? What? <coughs> Excuse me, everyone. I'm so sorry. I tried to mute. I couldn't get there in time. He said, everything is competition. We're competing with sleep. <laughs> All right. I would much rather go to sleep than watch Raw. Any, oh, without a you, doubt. Three I, hours There is sleep. no question. So if that's Three what they think competition is. is amazing compared to Raw. <sighs> yes. That's a mega nap compared to Raw. One tiny dream in, in your sleep is a better storyline than anything on Raw. I don't care what happens. There's a hot dog on your head. I don't know what that yeah. means, but it's better than Raw. True. Truly <sighs> is. Wow. So... So what is what is Vince? He's just like, yeah, just take take all the talent. We so at this point, I, does he think they don't need wrestlers now that they've evolved past? Them? 
the need. For no, wrestling. he thinks maybe if he just keeps releasing wrestlers, they'll keep buying them up. And he's playing a video game or a Monopoly or something. And he thinks they'll just go bankrupt because they have to pay all these people. And it's like, woo, 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 woo. And they'll just disappear. That was them <laughs> like exploding or something. But yeah, that's what that's it, that cannot possibly be what he really thinks. Can it? I, he, I, he's just going to sell the company, make a bunch of money in headlines, and well, die happy and rich, Do I it. guess. That's how he wants to go. What if he just gets buried with all his money um, and the kids get nothing? Stephanie, well, Triple H would give Stephanie that shovel and she would dig him up. <laughs> so I'm sure of that. Grave Rob. I would love to see him <sighs> dig up Vince and fight over his old corpse. Oh, my God. I'm just remembering Triple H versus Booker T and the the joke that always used to be. What's the difference between Triple H and a bridge? People What's go over a bridge. And a bridge? Yeah, uh. That's it. Remember that? Um, but anyway, that's old. But, um, yeah, so <sighs> release Bray Wyatt, release Ric Flair. So Vince is just going to start listening to Nick Khan for everything and go, how much money can we save if we get rid of that guy? How much is that guy worth? How much is What's that guy this? worth? Hey, when you when you want to make your product look like a good buy to whoever you're selling it to, look, everybody's with small contracts. They're gonna say we have five hours of television minimum per week, and we have at least thirty superstars. That's what they're gonna say, oh. all of them making minimum wage. Yeah, yep, and none of them are employees, so do whatever you want with them. Wow, think about that. Oh, yeah. It's really sad. So that's your that's your basic news. There's other news within the shows, which we'll talk about when we get there. There's even a story within AEW, so stick around for that. Oh, that's right now. Ooh, AEW Dynamite fight for the Fallen. Is that what it is? Yes, it is. It is uh, Tony Schiavone, JR, Excalibur on commentary from the Emmanuel Lewis Center in Charlotte, North Carolina. That could be right. I think it's and the it's- Mr. Bojangles Center, but whatever. Fight for the fallen. So, yeah. Although I, they, it's not really fighty for the fallen. I think they only mentioned once about the charity thing. But well, it's they, be, the reason. Money. Yeah, the reason for that is because last time they got you know donations and whatever, and the whole gate went toward it. This time, Tony Khan just put out a hundred thousand bucks and put it right down on the charity like right away, and then they're selling T-shirts and stuff on top of that. Well, they were, but that that's why they didn't really have to sell it much, but. Stephanie will show them how it's done. She will. Cha-ching, says, cha-ching. They're not, they're not cha-ching in their cha-ching. No, they're potential. not. Not full cha-ching potential. Not at all. You're being used here. But talk about full potential. The opening match is a 10-man tag match, and JR says, this will be an all-star team. Mm. Hmm. What do you know, JR? But, uh, so, the opening thing is a package. little video thing about what it is to be a cowboy. This is so good. A cowboy isn't too busy to lend a hand oh to a partner or not too proud to take one. And it's it's about, you know, of course, um, Hangman Adam Page, but with the Dark Order and everything. Then the Dark Order come out with Hangman Adam Page in cowboy outfits with oh purple my God. bandanas. But okay, let's talk about this though. Before that, during that video package, the greatest thing of all, every one of them is standing and they're lit so that their shadow is on the wall. And every one of their shadows has a cowboy hat on, even though they aren't wearing a cowboy hat. Because they say cow don't have to wear. A yes, hat. but their shadow does like they are real cowboys. It's so good. 
It's like okay. things in wrestling you can care about. I I had heard because I had to watch this later. I heard that the, the opening match was great. So I, there was something great in the opening match. Yes. So I I thought, oh my god, they were right. That video package was yes. great. Then Dark Order come out in the cowboy outfits, purple and bandages, and I'm like, oh wait, okay, that's pretty great too. Okay. Yeah. So I I thought, okay, that's what was great in the opening match. So oh, by the way, remember, Dark Order wins this ta- this crazy ten man tag. The Dark Order get a tag team title match, and Hangman Adam Page still gets his world title match. But okay. if they lose, Hangman loses his world title match. Ooh, yeah, so, he'll drop down in the yeah. rankings. Yeah, so there is something on. In it's not just a random ten man tag. No, but oh my it's god, a, and JR it's elimination it was, too. Jr. said it was an all star team. The Elite come out with their uh, Looney Tunes. Uh, what is that called? It's the new one called Base Jam. But it, is it still called the Space Jam? It's called Space Jam, Space like New Legacy or something. I don't know yeah, what it's called. So I think they're all Space Jammed up with the with the basketballs and oh my god, it's so good. And they they have the y'all ready for this music playing. I mean, it's all there. And I, I thought, okay, well, this is the awesome thing. It was just, and of course, that you do they do the uh, Kenny Omega, the only person in this match from <laughs> North Carolina, because yeah. there's like twenty people in this match. It's very funny, but then. I was pleasantly pleasantly surprised because the match was also fantastic. Oh my god! For something, and I did not know this was going to be an elimination match. Although it makes sense, did they say that? Yes. Uh huh. Okay, I just missed it. Yeah, they did. But okay, the Elite versus the Dark Order with Hangman Adam Page. So Adam Page, Evil Uno, Stu Grayson, John Silver, and Alex Reynolds versus the Elite, which is Kenny Omega, the Jackson Brothers. Not. Michael Jackson brothers, yes. but, you know, Carl Anderson, da- Doc Gallows with yep. their goons at wing- ringside. Mm-hmm. The, all I could think of. Okay, the match starts. We had all this intro video package was great. We had the cool, just regular intros. Uh, the match means something. A football head would have ruined this. Oh, he would have pooped all. Completely. He would have pooped all over it by going, "This is great, so good, so good." He would have jumped up and. Had a rope and been yelling yeehaw when they came out. And then he'd come up, he'd grab the basketball and yep. do shoot arounds with them and just, ugh. So bad, needs to go away. I know. But speaking of commentary, Don comes on commentary. <laughs> and again, I don't know when he got so funny and entertaining, but they're like, Don, cover up your, because he has his basketball shorts. Yep. Up to cover up your white legs. And like, he says, like, Tony, you haven't seen your legs in 20 years. Oh. Don is a really great heel commentator he's in small he's, amounts seriously he is he really is good we start off with tons of big group spots and everything it's all good it's just good stuff and the first emulation em, first emulation yes. comes when uh Art anderson is rolled up by reynolds uno and grayson hit a fatality on anderson anderson then the jr says there's more intervention than on some reality tv shows oh my god i don't even know what jr was jr was a turd in this match yeah, but he's been, he's not as he's, bad as he used to he be. He so. started complaining right away. He's like, first of all, I don't understand why one referee. Residents need more referees. I've been saying that since 1982. Referees. <laughs> has, and has anything ever happened? Need at least, no. Has it ever need, need at least two, of not, not, not more referees. And then he's like, oh, they're grouping together again. Oh, look, look at that, grouping together. They're waiting for somebody to fall on them. Oh, they yeah, did it again. Oh, I hate when he does Shut that. Shut up. Good thing, good thing they're all standing there. Oh my god! 
Yes, he was really annoying in this match. And he was calling false finishes. He was telling people the match was over and things. (laughs) And the people were eliminated when they weren't. And the other commentators had to correct him. Okay, the thing thing I like about this match, the dark, okay, let's be real. The Dark Order are kind of just side set pieces, but they all got to look really good in this match. Oh my God. And how over is not just Hangman Page, but Johnny Hungy, John Silver. Yes, everybody wants to cheer for him. Oh my God. Grayson does a lot of football. Man, Grayson dived outside. He's really good. yeah. I don't know if they didn't quite catch him or whatever, but it looked oh, he like... Oh, he went right through the middle. He did not hit anyone. <laughs> but Poor Grayson, Grayson. And Dallas don't even... They don't even get pinned. They just fight and, and get counted out, Look, I guess. The, the, I think that... Isn't that the first ever count out in AEW? It's just an elimination, just like how there was a DQ in the one-pack match because, well, we got to do something, so... Uh, Omega per- did a one-wing angel and pinned Uno, so it got down to Kenny Omega... And uh, the Young Bucks against Hangman and John Silver. That's a so, lot. Yeah, that's Hangman's that's a lot still not for... the best tag partner ever, though. He's always <laughs> no, <laughs> whatever. Uh, during the break, they do basketball stuff. They even bring out a basketball hoop, and Silver yep. gets dunked. It's crazy. Yeah, Silver gets a BTE trigger. Yeah, yeah, BTE trigger by the Bucks. So Hangman is all alone against the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. And so this is the part of the match where I'm like. This? This is not possible. I can't even think of how. I said, even if he can do a double buck shot on both of the bucks and pin them simultaneously, I just don't see him pinning Omega. This isn't real. Well, that would be, that was how, you know, he would get a double buck shot, pin them, but immediately Kenny Omega would be in and somehow pin him. It's not too far off what happens because uh, right. Paige gets, uh, pins Matt to eliminate him. Kenny tries to use the belt. And Hangman almost pins Kenny, but the ref is distracting. Kenny uh, uses the belt again. Page still kicks out, but one wing angel, and Kenny loses. No, um, hang, uh, Hangman oh, loses. loses. Yes. yes. But that Ooh. remember, in the package, if you saw this, yeah. they, they talked about how when a cowboy loses, he gets right exactly. back up and tries again. So. Exactly. So like I've been saying for weeks, I didn't understand why you would put Hangman Page against Kenny Omega at the pay-per-view in September. Because it's too soon for Omega to lose that title. So the answer is, we're going to wait. And when it's time for that match, then it's time for that match. Just but please he, don't let the other answer be Christian Cage. Because Well, I could see Christian Cage against Omega at, at the pay-per-view. But if that's a pay-per-view with CM Punk and or Daniel Bryan, that's yeah, fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I see your point. No one will care. Yeah. I just Christian Cage, really. I know, but I'm just oh. saying, save Hangman for when he's going to win. Build him. Keep. He's so over. Just keep building him up. Yeah. I don't. This loss did nothing to hurt anyone. No, he in looked fact, like he looked like a mega star in this match. So Alex Marvez is back with Pac. And Pac, he's like, hey, Pac, I was supposed to talk to Death Triangle, and there's just one side of the yeah. triangle here. Where's the other two? He's like, oh, they're at the airport, but I don't I can't say get caught. And he's like, what happened to me? And uh, so Chavo and Andrade come in, yeah. and they're like, well, we heard about the fact that, you know, that you, their car was mis- mysteriously canceled, so we got them a limo. This doesn't pay off later. Like, I, no. I need to say something. It's not on this show, no. But. 
whatever. So we see what's happening here. Yeah. When Ricky Starks is going to have hmm. an FTW title celebration. So, now, as soon as it starts, he has roses. And I think JR says, are those orange roses? Because if so, Taz is going <gasps> to... Cease and desist, he said. Oh, my God. That's right. It's not just us. Okay. Yep. Ricky and Ricky and what is, what's what's Taz's kid's chain link, whatever his the name hook. is. The hook. The yeah, hook. Whatever. Oh, man. And then and then Taz's kid is on Raw, too. I don't understand. They, ha- they, hi- they rented Hook for Raw. <laughs> They did. It's amazing. Well, Goldberg hook. But, uh, yeah. Hookberg. So, yes. Yeah, that what's-his-face is missing, though. Um, Hardcore Hobbs, they always have a different excuse as to why he's not there. And isn't it obvious that he's not there because he's the guy that runs in it? And, and But no, he doesn't do no, it. No, nothing. That. So, yeah, Ricky, Ricky's mad because Cage didn't check in on him when he was hurt or something. And mm. then Cage music hits. Cage beats up the band that came that played them out. They're and JR's like, they're trombones. No place in wrestling for trombones. Do you mean Xavier Woods? Yeah. Well, wow. What Xavier Woods ever do That's to you? Nice. And no, no one beats up surprise attacks Cage. The heels just run away. So. Wow. Eh. Cage kind of did nothing there. Yeah, we'll never beat up a trombone. That's, That's not so great. They're talking about Tony Khan is opening the forbidden door. Okay, this was cool. I think that's how he found Alexander uh, uh, Black. Yes, Alexander. yes. Malachi Black was in the Forbidden Door, in the Forbidden Closet. Yes. But no, uh, Tanahashi. Look at that. He's on a video. He says, guess what? That IWGP US title, I've never had that before. That could be looking cool around that's my good. waist. And he, he says, I challenge the winner of whoever wins this match tonight, and I'll take the title in a snap. Okay. That actually sounds awesome to me. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Santana and Ortiz with Conan versus FTR. Wheeler this is a shame. This match was going to be awesome, I thought. And then tragedy happens because they barely get started. And it's a, keep going. Well, and what's his name? Not Harwood. The other one. Other Harwood. Wheeler. Wheeler. he's outside the ring and because he's he's like on the he's on the turnbuckle or he's somewhere and he cuts his arm on the turnbuckle like on the spiky part like on the hook oh he he cut it on the hook and his arm's bleeding so bad he never gets to do the rest of the match and yet they go with FTR winning anyway even though it's one on two and anticlimactic and the with a, with a singles that. move, this didn't make any sense. Yeah. It, it, There's not much you could do, but... Hmm. But the problem also is, it's like, oh, we're going to have a real wrestling match. But I've seen such exciting exchanges between these two in so many different ways in the, in, you know, the inner circle pinnacle yeah. feud that this felt very anticlimactic. But that's because around. it didn't really happen. It's not fair. This is a cheat. This is uh, not on purpose, obviously, but we got cheated out of the match because of an injury or a bleeding or I've whatever. Seen these, I've seen these people fight on football fields and bars. Yes, everywhere. I know, but in, we never got to see offices. them. We never once got to see them wrestle each other in a regular tag team match. That's what this was supposed to be, and then it wasn't. So I say you I do it again back. sometime. you got to do it again. 
Turn into Peter Brady here. Turn it uh, easier or easier to earlier today. Tony talked to Britt Baker and Rebel, and Britt just got she had to fire up her heel powers. So she says everybody sucks, and yep. I need more protection. Hard for her to be a heel yeah. when everyone loves to cheer her, but whatever. Tony says. Uh, Rampage first dance in Chicago. That's the first. Wait a minute. Lewis Black Why side. is it called the first dance? It's not the first show. Mm-hmm. It's the second show. Oh, they mean like the first dance from some guy that's new, as in like Michael Jordan's comeback was the last dance. Oh, this is so for CM Punk. And the crowd, right? it's fan, obviously Fandango. The crowd knows right away that they're talking about CM Punk. And oh my god, dude! That would be <clears throat> so funny to bring out Fan Fandango. That would be funny, but it's too soon. They couldn't do it. Um, but then we get even more CM Punk tease here. Yeah, because this Marvez has Darby and Sting, and he's like, "What? You guys are going to be at that event, right?" And Darby says, "Yes." Because everybody's got to be there, and everybody wants to prove they're the best in the world. Yeah. So, and you can always, if 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 CM Punk falls through, you can always say that. Darby wants to challenge Sting to be. That's a good funny point. No, but this is an obvious you And if you do the swerve where it is Daniel Bryan instead of CM Punk, and he says, hmm, you wanted the best in the world, and then you have CM Punk come out, the place explodes, and then you have those guys feud over who is the best in the world. That's, um, I mean, there's a million, like I said last week, there's a million things you can do with it. This place is going to go nuts. Yeah. Wrestling every once in a while, you have to work to be to put on a good wrestling show. You have to put in at least a little work. Yeah. But every once in a while, you get stuff on a silver platter. And if you go back through WWE's history, everything on a silver platter, yeah. always most botched. of it is ruined. Yeah, mm-hmm. most of it is ruined. W when they got WCW, that bringing in the WCW, they ruined that. They've so many things they've ruined as far as okay, this is an easy thing. Yeah. We always talk about. Every year we talk about the draft. Oh, that's the, the easiest, easiest of all. Silver platter that's thing so you can much have. fun. You write a few twists. You get a few free agents. You, you, there's so much coolness you can do. They never do it ever. Nope. No, they may now have like the have, first, first yeah. or second time, and then they gave up. This is AEW's silver platter moment where something can you can't go wrong. You can't mess this up. WWE. Not would, only they would bring back CM Punk, Punk on a talk show for Fox. Yes. I mean, not only can they not go wrong. That that Rampage show was an extra show in Chicago that wasn't a planned show. They decided to put it in Chicago when they secured Punk and or Daniel Bryan. And they sold that place out. They sold 12,000 tickets, Larry, before they even... That was like a pre-sale. And then they sold all the rest as soon as the real sale happened. And- I don't. This is something people I, want to be a part why of. Would you not want to go to an AEW show. If it, you know, I'm excited to go to one. Yep, I, I know. This have is no interest. Okay, what did you say? Twenty-seven people missing. Yes, imagine WWE that's, plus that your, means your, your your roster is halved. Why do you want to go to a WWE show? I'm not even counting the injured people. If I would have counted the injured people, which are also obviously not there, there's probably about thirty-five missing. And like I said, you're only seeing half the ro- half the roster, 35 people missing. It's what are you really seeing? I felt bad for the people who went to see Raw tonight. I really did. 
they got they cheated. Got crap. I know they did. We'll talk about that. But. Okay. So Lance Archer, who is the IW, you know, IWPG. No. IWGP. Yes. The U.S. champion. Yes. It's initials. FTR is even much. All these initials. Lance <laughs> yes. Archer, the champ, versus Hikaleo, which yep. is King Haiku's kid. Yeah. Haiku. And he's there. Haiku's Haiku kid. is there. And Haku and also. King Haiku's there. He's there. 575. All right. And, oh, why doesn't he do a move called the 575? Five? Should. Yes. Uh, I actually look forward to seeing this match because the one guy's tall and the other guy's taller. But no, it was actually a good match. I enjoyed this match. Yeah, it didn't they last very the long. The winner is going to travel to Japan. And yeah, that is which turns out that's a lie. They're going to New Japan, which happens to be in the matches in Los Angeles. So not exactly. Japan so, in Los Angeles. Yeah, they lied. It's like I, often I go to London, Ohio. Yep, exactly. Uh, Haku gets a couple of shots in. I don't know. He's like. 65 but he's still scary he's in the brock lesnar walter category for in the suzuki yep. category for me he's he's like sitting at a bar next to where you get the drink and you're like i want to go get a drink but i don't want to make that man mad yeah because he will kill me yeah uh but actually that uh hikaleo controls a lot of the match or at least he looks looks good but archer does manage to win blackout so yeah but that hikaleo guy could be a star Oh, in the future, absolutely. He's just so new. He was new. He's I mean, big, he was he's good looking. Yes, he was wrestling like two years good. ago or so in New Japan, and he was very new. And he'd be the guy that got pinned, and he'd be, you know, he was just like a Bullet Club helper guy. But yes, he's tall enough that if he can learn some things, he's he's going to be great. Yeah, I thought he was good in this match. I thought he was fine. So yeah, he was fine. <sighs> Marvez talks to Cody, doesn't even get to talk him because Malachi Black attacks and they fight that. the ringside. Tony calls the gorilla position the go position. I think we could just call it the gorilla position. No, they it's, call it's it go position. trademarked, is it? They call it go position in a lot of companies. Yeah. No, no. I, yeah, go. But I understand um, it doesn't have to be WF or E to be gorilla position, but they, yes. you know, whatever. Uh, Malachi knees Cody, beats him up, says something to him about. Welcome to the House of Black. So Jr. does repeat the line. So we're yeah. House of Black is going to be something, right? I guess so. Yeah, yeah. it's better than the room. It's a whole house now. <laughs> yes. And then Malachi's so mean. People come out to help. He kicks Fuego del Sol. Oh, and he killed him because yeah, poor Fuego del Sol. Yeah. I forgot he even existed. Me too. And then he gets, gets kicked. Oh. Earlier today, Maro. <laughs> Miro, Miro, yes. Talk, talks. He says, I don't have any challengers. I I want to beat people up. And the only thing that motivates me are a vengeful God and a double-jointed wife. <laughs> wow. His promos are funny. He pretty much just says, somebody fight me. Fight me. Fight me. Yep. We'll find out later. Christian Cage, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus with Marco Stunt versus Angelico, Mark, Mark Quinn, and Isaiah Cassidy. Yep. Matt Hardy's there, too. <sighs> Almost got through the show, but we're told QT Marshall slipped a note to Tony and said, he's not going to apologize next week. He wants to apologize or he's not going to apologize to this week. He wants to apologize next week in front of Tony's kids. So, yeah. Yeah. No setup there. Wow. So not only do I have to put up with QT Marshall, his feud now is with Tony Shavani. I know. I know it's sad. But at least they got that big promo for next week. That's going to make me tune in. Yep. <clears throat> garbage like you said hundred thousand dollars to charity so yeah that's fine talk about that now 
Christian Cage, we're told, is in the top five. I don't know how or why. Yeah, I don't know, but now he's like number two or close to one at this point, I think. Hardy interferes and they get chased to the back by Christian Cage and Marco Stunt. It's a better match than I expected. Probably yeah. maybe the better match of the night. It was fine. Jurassic yep. Express wins. Mm-hmm. Then Blade, because this is what he does, appears oh my on the brass knucks to hit Christian. Oh my God. Why? No, I don't want it. Matt comes back out and says, ha ha. We get a Nick Gage package, and I guess he's making pizzas for He is. He sure is, with his own blood. Thunder Rosa (laughs) versus Julia Bliss. I mean, no, no. Oh, wow. Come on. I know. She has Brian Pillman Jr. Jr. and other guy who is Griff Garrison. So the Varsity Duds and uh, Julia Harder. First of all, Duds. That's mean. And Julia can't wrestle yet, but... They're all learning. I know. They're in a box and they do They're supposed their best. to be very young kids, Larry. Well, they're pretty much Cherry and Deuce and Domino at this uh, point. No, because Deuce and Domino, you know, they were something. Were they? No. Thunder Rosa in a box <laughs> and she's like, what am I doing here? I got to wrestle this girl. Uh, JR, JR starts. He's like, I got to warn you. She's green. Then why is she on, yeah, my why TV? Is she on TV? But yeah, she's very, very green. So Thunder Rosa is ranked high. And this is like her first real match, but she has wrestled here. So I don't care. Yeah. Thunder Rosa wins easy. Of course. Why wouldn't she? Why yeah. wouldn't she? Of course. So I'm going to, I don't usually cover what's coming up next week. Cause just watch, you know, the shows. Yeah. But next week is AEW Homecoming, and what they promo is Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes. Okay, whatever. Still, but, I don't understand that graphic, but okay. And Morrow versus Lee Johnson. Nero against Shoddy Lee Johnson. I don't know why he's a challenger, but he obviously is just food. Good, I guess. Bunny versus Layla Hirsch. Ew. And the like, who eliminator match with the winner getting a shot at the. NWA, what? Women's title? What? Yeah. And then Christian Cage versus Blade. Listen. That does I, not I, sound sure like a stellar lineup. Me, but that's yeah, not I know. really selling. Well, because they really think that, that the Trials of Jericho, whatever it's called. What's it called? No. Labors of Jericho. Labors of Jericho. Um, they really think that that's so over. And the hype with CM Punk and all that, that no one is going to miss the show anyway. So this is the show to try different things. Well... Honestly, this labor thing is working. It's so I'm, good. I'm so bought into this. Yeah, me too. It, it see mid card, not title stuff. No, nope. can still it can be an important part of your show. Yep. WWE does, does not understand how you. Yep. It's not all title stuff. It's just don't you? They have one story on every show. I hate it. WWE's story quote stories and quote feuds are you get to win and then you get to win and you get a win and you get a win and when we're done somebody will either be tied or you'll have one more win than the other guy yay oh boy there's no story moxley backstage talks about how last week was easy money and he's he's upset because last night he watched the olympics and the water polo team can get into japan but he can't (laughs) yes and he says Tanahashi's scared of him. Tanahashi is dead to him. And he sent a stack of contracts through the forbidden door. And he wants to wrestle, oh. I guess, Tanahashi in Japan. Yes. And it looks so like. So does that mean Tanahashi well, will probably win? And then I think will either, get a shot against. 
I think Tanahashi's winning against um, against <coughs> Archer in America, and then I think it's Tanahashi versus. You could do Tanahashi against Moxley. You could do that at All Out, and you can do that in Japan. So yeah, good. That's good. Want to see it all? And the G one's coming up soon. So hmm, who knows who's going to be in that? So we get the Judas music. Painmaker comes out. He's got a mask with a face paint under it. So yep. That's so good. Uh, f- kind of fake for whom the bell tolls music for Nick Gage. Yes. So, yeah. MJF comes out to do commentary eating popcorn. Listen, I MJF's fine. And do you mean for who the bell, bell from who, for who, whom the bell tolls? Is that what you mean to say? Yeah, what I say? Uh, no, I'm saying, is that what you meant? That's all. Yeah. Not the book, the song. How does it go? Boom, no, the words. Boom. I don't know the words. Oh, okay. Fair enough. It's Metallica, right? I don't know. Uh, MJF comes out eating popcorn. I was just going to say, the, MJF was getting a little... This has really kind of freshened MJF up for me. It's, you know, he's he's a mastermind. I agree. It, it kind of more legitimate. Of, I, I really like what MJF is coming off as in this... Cowardly, crazy, coming up with stuff, entertaining me. This is selling MJF, and he's not even wrestling. Yep. So, the pain maker, Chris Jericho, versus Nick Gage in a no rules match. And MJF on commentary. Ah, let's see. Light bulb tubes oh versus Floyd the Bat. Uh, <sighs> baseball is not a mammal. I don't know what that means. Wow. <clears throat> MJ- okay. MJF calls it an inanimate object. He's got an inanimate object. Yeah. You mean a foreign object? Maybe. We get a pizza cutter moment, uh, chairs. So oh, let's talk about out. the pizza cutter moment. So what? here's the news. Here's what happens. So <sighs> pizza cutter, pizza cutter, pizza cutter. First of all, Nick uses it as like a like a stiletto, and he slashes Jericho's arm open for Puts real. Him on his right away. feet and walks around? <laughs> Not the shoe, the knife. Oh, oh okay. Scarier, huh? <laughs> Or are you scared of the shoe more? Them. Which one are you more scared of? I'm oh, if somebody if a woman has takes her shoe off and comes after me, much more scared yeah, you're than, dead. than, than so, anyone with a knife. Yeah. So he's using the so they cut each other's foreheads open with the pizza cutter at the exact moment that Gage is like slicing and dicing Jericho's head open at the perfect time when we go to picture in picture, and the picture on the right is Nick Gage holding a pizza cutter above his head. The picture on the left is a guy from Domino's Pizza cutting the pizza. The employee is cutting the pizza into eight slices. Wow. This couldn't have been... This is the funniest accident ever. I'm laughing. We can't believe it's real. Make your own jokes about the sauce, whatever you want. But this happens... This was either the day of or the day after Vince said AEW is not our competition. Guess what WWE did? They got a Domino's Pizza contract. They No, they already have that. They told Domino's Pizza about it. They didn't tell Domino's. They ran as in texted, and I have the proof. They texted reporters to run with this story. And make a big deal about this so Domino's gets mad and leaves AEW. So you so 
they're not competition, but they're but they're telling on them. Yes. That's all you need to know about everything about WWE right now. No, everything somebody, they say is a lie. Do not trust anything they say. As someone who has actually been sued by Domino's, <laughs> which is not a work. I know. That's absolutely 100% correct. You were. Yeah. As, as and as guess who won? Not Domino's. That's right. That's right. Little guy wins every once in a while. Look at that. Fight the power. But yeah, Domino's got deep pockets. Watch out for those lawyers. What kind of scumbags do this? Were they told on? And Domino's got really upset and said, oh, we we have to rethink our our contract. They didn't stop. They didn't pull out yet. But I mean, they have to rethink hey, it. If, if Tony Khan needs help fighting Domino's, he knows yeah, who to call. We can Listen, call Larry. I have, the, I have the experience. He does. This is not a joke. It's very real. <laughs> it really is. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, they put a glass pane over some chairs and goes, go through the Oh, the, my God. God, that Cage, glass went Cage into the... goes through it, but then Jericho rolls around in the yes, glass. Yes, but so that glass went matter. into the crowd. Those souvenirs. I guess so. Just don't go uh, blind. Yes. Jericho does the mist spit. Mist spit. That was surprising, yeah. Hard to say. That's the COVID and spit, because Jericho doesn't believe in vaccinations or whatever. He tubes and tubes to Nick Gage, or Judas Effect, Jericho wins. So I... I just kind of want Nick Gage to go away because he frightens me. He's a very scary man. But all I care about at this point is what's the next labor of Jericho? Yes. Yes. Nick Gage is Nick Gage is the guy that stops you at the gas station, tells you something about like his pregnant wife and he just needs money for it. And then he's going to kill you. Yes. So yes. MJF gets on the mic. The next labor is a top rope challenge. And this is great. Oh, my God. This is crazy. Because we have to fill a lot of labors here. So I expected some of them to be corny or whatever. Yes. But MJF remembers the time that Jericho made a Juventud Guerrero joke about MJF's Oh, my God. That's when, that's when AEW first started. So it's against Juventud Guerrero and a run through the straights naked when you're on drugs match. No. Aww. It's a... You have to win the match with a top rope move. Wow. Okay. This gimmick is working. For me. <clears throat> it's really it's, good. It's, it's, I want to watch AEW anyway. And then every AEW has some special, like, little yes. thing that's going to, that's going to sell it for me. Yeah. Uh, I, I know Jericho had a lot to do with designing this. He really is, he could be the next Paul Heyman as far as, coming up with wrestling stuff. I think so. Um, I'm going to read some AEW emails here. And there's a lot, so you're going to have to help me because my voice will not make it to Raw if you don't. So please open your emails. Um, This one's from Positive Cheese. And it says, A happy and bright podcasting session to all involved. I have a few points I would like to bring up if you will all indulge me for just (laughs) a few moments. Yes. Um, Exactly. (laughs) Firstly, where's the spur? Uh, Firstly, I'm still enjoying AEW. At what point am I no longer new to their product? I would say now. Do hmm. I have to wait for another new guy to come along? I think old Grandpa Jim had line of the night. He said, there's no room for trombones and wrestling. I can't imagine he wrote that line. It's far too clever. And it's probably even funnier that it was fed to Captain Barbecue Knives. Oh, my God, barbecue. <laughs> um, I'm thoroughly enjoying the Jericho MJF program. It's a fine way to highlight a veteran's career and beef up the believability that MJF 
has even the right to sniff Chris's boots. However, this week's entry into the Book of Pain or whatever it's called will go down as my least favorite chapter. While the Deathmatch clearly has its audience and its place, I just don't have the stomach for it. After 20-some odd years of patching people up in their homes, that's right. If you're an EMT or anything like that, you're going to get very upset at what they do to each other. He says... Uh, and in the streets, I can't watch that level of hardcore match attentively. At some point, it stops becoming, it stops being two people working together to put on a show for me. There's an I Quit match involving chairs that I can't even watch a second time. I really look forward to next week's show, though. You know, because selling your product to your audience with a booked show is key. Sorry to bother you at work. Have a lovely day. Positive cheese. Thank you. No, you're right. It's not for everybody. And I've seen, oh my God. So I saw that, <clears throat> excuse me, Kenny Omega. Sammy Callahan match at Slammiversary. And then I saw this match with Jericho and Nick Gage. And then I saw a hardcore match at at the uh, other show, that Homecoming Impact. And that was W. Morrissey, that's Big Cass, against Eddie Wolf. Too many hardcore matches in a row. Can't take them anymore. Please stop them for how did, a while. How did no, I didn't see that? How did Big Kaz do in a hardcore match? It wasn't great. He wouldn't do anything. He would really like whip Eddie around, and he threw him. He kicked him through a table, and Eddie hurt. Looked like he hurt himself. He hit his head on the guardrail on the way down through the table, and then when Eddie would do anything to Cass, he would do everything soft. It was junk. Soft. soft. Yes, exactly. And that's not a joke. That's what actually happened. It just happened to be funny also. But, um, well, as, okay. You know, I was I was in a medical unit in the Army. All When I watch the matches, it's not even the chair shots. It's not even the thumbtacks. It's the glass. And I'm like, especially like this match was. Right, it's not funny. Yeah. Glass sucks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because you know they are. I know. Just. Okay, we have a lot have of AW emails, so go, go for it. Yeah. It says, hello, gentlemen. He hello. must be talking to you. Sorry oh. in advance for the thoughts email. How dare you? My guess is that you've noticed this, but JR was up to his old curmudgeonly ways on Dynamite. Yes, I said that. Yeah, from the beginning. During the opening Dark Order match, he had to sp- sarcastically say, yep, here it comes, to the dullest, least enthusiastic way when Reynolds was suplexing one of the Bucks into everybody else out- on the outside. Yeah. It's completely his prerogative, it's his prerogative to find out, to find these sport spots off-putting. No, no, it's it's my prerogative. Okay, but hold but on, what does he say next? You don't get to have, pro- you don't get to decide no, you don't like something. I know. But it's unprofessional to no-sell the move. Agreed. I'm more forgiving of the old man than either of you are, but that sort of behavior is hard to understand. No, I didn't get it either. Yeah, you, you, you're doing a job. You have to sell, yep. sell the... It's like if, if somebody knows so to move in the ring, if you're a commentator, you've got you've got to sell the stuff, even if you're like, ah, oh, my current people crowding around, jumping into them. I agree. Another note, besides the fantastic dominoes at it was uh, amazing. I took a picture event, of it. I couldn't believe it. Cup of tea. Other than that, and Grumpy Jr., I hope you enjoyed Dynamite as much as I did. And apparently, Stu Grayson is fine after he cracked his watermelon on the floor in that opening match. <sighs> yeah, that looked nasty. Yeah. Hope all is well in the SWF family. Thank you. I was listen. I I yeah. I didn't yeah. I kind of I enjoyed the main event match, not for the blood and everything, but 
It's the labors of Jericho, so you had to have a hardcore match. I enjoyed it, except for the parts that I was like, oh my god, please don't. Oh my god, please don't. Oh my god, that's enough. And I said now that a lot. So, But last week, the spot where Moxley did the, he got his back broke over the two chairs. Wow, that that yep. probably bothered me more than anything. How did I forget the Texas death match in all those hardcore matches I just said? Yeah, there's been too many lately. Let's Let's calm it down a little. Yeah, well, the problem is I people want to – like Moxley wants these matches. He would wrestle these matches. This is what happens yeah. when you're from Cincinnati. This is all oh, you is that what do it is? Stuff like this. Yikes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you just drive down the street in Cincinnati and people are putting up chairs and slamming people. Wow. Um, okay, so this one's from Wallet Emailer. He says, in memory of Fink, hey, crumbs, did you – look, he's doing all the gimmicks, Larry. He's, he's, <laughs> he's got all of them. Yes, I'm going to Susie. Yes, I think his nickname used to be uh, Mr. Mutant Larry's uh, illegitimate son. I just made that up, but it could be real. He I says, out of court. oh my God, he does all the gimmicks. He says, in memory of Fink, hey crumbs, did you know that my apartment is a mansion? <laughs> oh, Gene, you crack me up. And it says, oh, China Gene. intro with X-Pac ripping his butthole story after so funny. This is real. So question, these five pillars of Jericho, is it just me or is it five faces of career, his career? First one was against a Canadian where he started. Okay. Next is a hardcore match because of his time at ECW. Now Hooventude, which I guess is his time in Mexico. And then next week will be a WCW guy. But well, Hooventude's well, also Hooventude a WCW is. guy. So I think. Um, And then. Next week, a WWE guy, and then finally, AEW versus MJF. I, I understand. I see what you're saying. He says, am I, I reading too deep, that, or is I this plausible? Do that. Yeah, it's possible. He says, thanks for the memories, and never get lost. I love you, son. Wallet emailer. There's a how lot of laughs hard, in there, let me tell you. How but, hard was it yeah. to do that whole story about X-Pac breaking his butt? Remember X-Pac's butthole? That was killing me. Yes. Yeah. Oh. And then, and then, of course, Nia Jax had to steal it. Oh, my butt. That's true. She did steal that. Should I look at my notes X-Pac's and try and find the story? Oh, poor X-Pac. Should I try and find uh, the story in my notes? Oh, no, no. You're, you're sick. We can't We can't be peddling around here. I know, You've but. You've got to get to bed. You are sick, Joe. You're doing, you're doing your 28th show or whatever you said. Yeah. I want to see if uh, I have Am it. I supposed to read this one from Ian? Um, yes, please. Why wouldn't okay. you? I, I didn't look at the date. Oh, yes. <laughs> You're smart wrestling, friends. <laughs> the Tin Man opening to Dynamite this week was awesome. I love However, it. its its ending seems to have freaked out a lot of people about the direction of Paige and Omega Storyline, thinking this is the end of that. Oh, Page God. Version. No, I don't think anyone thinks that except for somebody that's like a WWE only guy. Well, or somebody thinks kayfabe is real. <laughs> yes. In a world where Debbie, in Debbie, in a world, in a world where WWE <laughs> were the main brand in wrestling for twenty years, storyline anxiety seems inevitable. Okay, wait a minute. I just decided his point is well taken because in WWE they have got us used to horrible storytelling. You'd be like, "Yep, that's the end." We've seen too many cases where someone got halfway into a story before the script got ripped up. Too many losing streaks where the payoff was this guy is a loser. Yeah. With CM Punk and Daniel Bryan all but confirmed to be joining the company, it's easy to think Hangman might be moved to the back of the line. Because in WWE, that's exactly what would happen. He's right. 
bring in old veterans and some guy you were building, who cares? Yeah. But AEW not, is not WWE, and they don't book like WWE. They tell long stories, and they only course correct when something's broken, not when the guy on the top gets bored. They've been telling this story with Hangman for over two years now. Could they mess it up? Sure, but they haven't so far. When the journey feels important, it's natural to be concerned where there's about where every turn is going to take us. Personally, I'm going to relax and enjoy the ride. Thanks, Smart Wrestling Friends from AEW Ian. Thank you. He's he is exactly right. Yes. <laughs> and, but it is a good point. As smart wrestling fan, we're we're like, nobody could think that. But if you've watched WWE for the last That's eight true. years, yeah, you could think anything could be dropped and stupid. Dropped and stupid. Yeah. That's your tagline. Tell me the um Tell me the ending of the Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose title chase storyline. Go. One of them went to NXT. Tell me the end. Tell me the end of um, Alexa Bliss has her eye on you story. Uh, yes, she has her eye. She's watching someone. Tell Technically, me the end. we never even right. got a definite who she was watching. We tell, had to guess. Yes. Tell me the end of... Um, he had red hair and he and he ran me over with his car or whatever. <laughs> Tell me the end. Uh, see, there's a there's a problem here, and that's the WWE doesn't actually write stories almost ever. They just do things, and then sometimes it ties up, and sometimes it just goes away. So I could go on, but I took so many notes for Raw that I'm going to save it for then. But um, Larry, I have to tell you something. Uh-oh, what? XWWE star X-Pac. Oops, I tore my butthole. <laughs> Remember when I came into this cold, I did not even see this story. I know. Oh. X, X, as they call him, managed to finish the match after the injury. <laughs> but when he got back to his hotel room, he but. noticed a lot of blood coming from his nether regions. <laughs> X-Pac went, underwent surgery for a torn anus and was released today. By the way, he also lost the match, so zero upside here. Ah, uh, upside. That's what they said. And then Waltman's former girlfriend, Alicia Webb, tweeted, We don't know if there's a medical term for it, but he did a Bronco Buster last night. That literally ripped his butt apart. <laughs> do you think there's a medical term for when you do a Bronco Buster and rip your butt hole? I don't think there's... An overall medical term for that. Okay, ready? Yeah. <laughs> Update. As for going number two, <laughs> Xbox no. says it's business as usual, but he was given special instructions by his doctor on how to clean his wound after pooping. <laughs> <sighs> oh my God. It also says he nearly died. Wow. Can you die from that? That was um, 2013. Wow. I would think he's fully healed. And that was the same week that Masterpiece, Chris Masters, um, threw it, uprooted a tree, threw it through a door to save his <laughs> mother from burning to death in her mobile home or whatever. I remember that. Yes. What a story. This is what happens when I save everything. Oh, I know you do. Wow. Okay, we're on SmackDown now. Uh, yeah, let's do SmackDown. 
because I want to get through SmackDown because I want to talk about I know. Raw. We need to talk about Raw. There's so many things. Okay, go ahead. In memory of Fink. Nope. It's from the Target Center in Minneapolis. Michael Cole, football head. Of course, Cena has to come out first because it's the summer of Cena. Yep. And that's all they have. Let's go, Cena. Cena's here. Then we see a play of the week, which is more Cena recap. Because yep. you have to get all the Cena in here. Uh, but in the recap, they include Roman Reigns' missionary joke. And they did, thought, and uh, they had taken that out, and now they put it back yeah. in. Why did wow. they, oh, because John Cena thought of a funny thing to he say did, back He did, and he wanted to talk about it, so they put it back. Don't you wish when you got in an argument <sighs> with somebody that they would argue with you, and then you could take a pause for a week, and then yep. come back and be like, with a zinger that you've been, <sighs> you were showering, like when... You got an argument on Friday and on Tuesday. Right, and you're showering, you think of it, you write it down, and then exactly a week later, you throw it at them. Yes. That's what Cena did. He sure did. Yeah. Listen, I don't know why WWE sucks so bad, but I really think they're self-aware that they are sucking. They think it's funny that they suck. Yeah. And they even make inside jokes about how much they suck because – not only are they bringing back legends just because that's all they have, Cena stands in the ring and does imitations of other legends. Yes. This is like some, what is that, Intervention? What is that movie with in- Interceptions? What, what it's is like it Inception. Inceptions? Yes, that movie. It's, it's folding in on itself. We have a guy that they drug out of mothballs just to get ratings who goes in there and does imitations of other guys like the, the Stone Cold and can you smell what the rocks cook and yep. stuff. What is this weird? I don't know. And then John and John Cena, because he, he said, those guys are great, does imitations. He says, those guys stand proud in this ring every night. What? When? What is he talking what? about? Who is he? And then he calls Roman Reigns a lazy stooge named Joe. Well, that's Sorry, rude. Joe. Not yeah, you, Joe, that's but offensive Roman Reigns. To all, all people with my name. I change my <laughs> name right now. So, yeah. And then because another thing they actually have that's working right now is the Baron Corbin line. Corbin comes out. And he says... Cena doesn't watch a pro- product because he doesn't know who he is. And he's, oh, yep. wait, no, I do know who you are, maybe. Corbin says everything's been so bad and now he can't perform. And his wife left him in less so... than a week after he can't. Really? That's a great wife. <sighs> wow. I, I do want to meet her. And he wow. says, you do make a wishes, so make help me make a wish. And that was funny. Money. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, what is working in WWE, Roman Reigns, and this Corbin line? A lot of people don't like the Corbin thing, Larry. Really? Yes. It's about the only thing that's clicking for I me think lately. it's great, too. But mm. So he said he gives him a couple of bucks, and Baron Corbin says, I could be your stunt devil in Hollywood. And he's, Cena's like, no. And then he gets mad at Cena, calls him a sellout. Cena does an attitude adjustment of sorts. Yeah, I guess he can still kind of do that. Yeah, but then Mm. Cena does take back his money, so we get the gimmick going. That's the joke. Okay, that's fine. But why did Corbin think that they're the suicide the Suicide Squad movie is um, like not finished yet? Yeah, that he could be the stunt double. It it (sighs) whatever. I'm enjoying the Corbin stuff. Please don't get John Cena in my 
my recent Well, they do, around. and they do it later, too. <sighs> Ray and Dominic Mysterio backstage. And Ray says, keep your eye dog on me dog, and then the other eye on the J dog dog. Yep. And there we Ray says we gotta step up our game, which I get we learn later means we gotta cheat and be heels. Okay. Didn't they put the story on ice like a year ago? Yes. We yeah. gotta we gotta yeah, Or whenever. However long ago. Yeah, they Jim, sure did. Jimmy Uso with Jay Uso against Ray Mysterio with Dominic. <clears throat> go oh go we do a recap about how we got here and we go way back. And Cole actually says Murphy in a recap. They said Murphy, but that's Murphy. only because they don't consider him anything. And that's really sad. sad. Yep. But they didn't say Ray's daughter, which I don't remember her name. Um, Elena? <laughs> I was going to say Dominique. Dominique. There's Dominic and Dominique. Uh, match, match, match. And then um, at the end, Dominic uses the Uso cheating trick they Aaliyah. used on them. So, yes, same, wow. same move. Wow. Copy, paste, reverse it. So two, two cheaters, four cheaters wrestling each other. I don't care. Uh, recap of that awful loud noise concert oh. thing. I wouldn't even mention that again. But then F- Football Head says that live crowd had no idea what they were watching. Oh my God. He's right. Yeah, Why I would he say that? I totally agree. Wow. Bianca Belair comes out. She talks to Kayla about something that's going to happen. But no, she gets interrupted by Carmella. This is. Is this supposed to be a joke? This is really sad and. Does Carmella really say, I'm a big jobber and I've won one out of my last 13 or 14 matches, so I, don't, I deserve a shot? Well, whatever it is, or this has got to be a joke. But then uh, Selena Vega comes out. And she says, no, you've, you've wrestled her a lot. Wrestle me. Bianca what? accepts. Yes. But then both the heels attack her. Why would you do that? So that she gets an advantage later in the night. But there is no later in the night. But if, if it, if, was she accepting for SummerSlam? That's what I thought. Ew. No, that can't be. Zelina Vegas lost every single match since she came back. She's had three matches and lost all three. What? Think about that. She's, the champ is in there with two people that don't have a win between them in any recent time. No. So Sasha Banks comes out. Uh, (gasps) Oh, here she is. Sasha returns. Yeah, we know. Mm-hmm. She saves saves Bianca, and again, rest, If you if I could tell wrestling writers one thing, fans hate stupid faces. Bianca's like, oh, I remember we had a blood feud, and you hate me. Ah, we are friends. But she okay. But at first, she was confused by it. She was like, wait, what is happening? And then it was that was it. That arena after that knows what's going to happen. I know, and WWE can't keep anything like simmering, so they got to finish this tonight. Uh, Kayla is the back with in the back with Reginald, and Reginald oh. has one job tonight. I know he does. He has one line, and what is it? Okay, is, so so she says, it, "Hey, Reginald," and what does he say? He says, "Don't you don't have to call me Reggie Reginald? I'm Red Reg Red." He here's what he says. Here's what, yes, here's what he says. She's like. Hi, Reginald. And he's like, please, refer to me as Reginald. Look, Reggie. Oh, my God. One line. That was all this. Listen, and all this interview was, was to change his name. Yes. It, it seems like it's 20 minutes long. Also, 
he's sitting there just chatting for 20 minutes with that 24 seven title. <clears throat> no one attacks him. Yeah. I know they talk. Now we advertise weasel 2022 or whatever it is. Oh my God. That's going to, it's going to be so bad. And the, the tagline is it hits different. So it I guess riddle has different. to be on the cover. Oh, wow. Yes. So I think you're right. Thinking of which alpha Academy comes out. Football head actually says Otis is metaphorically is literally is actually metaphorically a wrecking ball. Wow. Actually, metaphorically, a wow. wrecking ball. How do, what is he? Otis uh, hits before the match, but it's still going to be a title match, a real match. 24-7 championship yeah. Reggie against Chad Gable. So they wrestle a bit, then Otis interferes DQ. Why can't they just keep beating up They can, Reggie? and then pin him because the match is over. They could. This is pathetic. I don't understand. Right, it's it just either. like they don't remember their own rules from minute to minute. Sonya Deville and Adam Pierce, who I am starting to detest. At yep, this point, they I'm are done. such generic garbage. And I love Sonya Deville, but this is a and I love actually, and I love Adam Pierce. No, I, love I have no problem with Adam I, Pierce. I loved Adam Pierce. I watched garbage. him forever. I know, but these characters are not. It's not just that they're garbage; they're not anything. Yep. But they jump the shark into garbage this, yes, this episode. Yes, they do. This they, is the worst. You're right. So main event is uh, Carmella versus Carmella and and Vega versus Banks and Bianca. Wow, that's yeah. hard to sell. So. It's hard to so sell. So Sasha well. and Adam Pierce are in the ring. And Sonya says, ever since Roman Reigns refused to accept, fin- accept John Cena's challenge... Everyone has waited for this moment. That was last week. Wow. And we weren't told about this moment. How no. did we wait for this moment? We're told on social and media. It, yeah. And it's just a it's just a contract signing. No one it's not the And I'm already mad about these two. Yeah. Football head does nothing but talk and mumble. He needs to stop everything. There, he doesn't know when to stop talking. He just will say anything. And then the crowd will go. Roman sucks or whatever. And he'll go, no, he doesn't. Like, yes. what? He ha- Just please stop don't... talking. Let us see and enjoy the show. Unless Cole is talking. Yep. During entrances. And and then half the time, I'm, is he talking to Cole and not me? It, it's that I, I bad. guess he's, he's so bad at knowing when his voice is going to be audible. He's terrible at this job. <sighs> and then Football Head says... It, it's like speed racing, speed walking race. There's no end what? in sight. What does that mean? What is that? Wow. I don't, I don't know about speed walking. It's got to, what? It's got to end. Roman comes out and he's in Finn comes out. Roman sits at the head of the table. Of course, it's, it's all that's good. And it's good. What Roman does here. He says, Oh, that John Cena. He he's, he wanted the title shot. He doesn't think you're worthy of yes. Balor, but I it, think it, you are. Perfect, but, right? Yeah, I think this is going to leave something good. Ball. Spoiler, good. it does not. And he Roman calls out John Cena. He says, John Cena comes out here just talking about old wrestlers, and he's an old wrestler. <sighs> so it's uh, that's all works, everything. I don't understand this part. Roman Red says, I'm going to beat you and send you back to NXT. That's fine. Okay. And Finn says, oh, you know what I'm going to do? 
I'm going to go back to NXT as Universal Champion. You're going back to NXT? So he just would, he would, he would go back and take the top, but then who, what? No, no. And we'll no. get into this on Raw with the, the NXT yes. champion being on Raw, but it's not an equal brand now. It's just oh my an, god, an interdimensional door. I don't. What is NXT? Developmental joke. Besides poorly rating. Developmental poorly. joke. So then Corbin comes from nowhere because that's the only storyline that's working. Oh we have. Oh my god. He attacks Finn from behind, grabs the contract tries to sign it because you know how hard it is to sign something yeah he can't figure out how a pen works then cena comes out cena pushes him off and then cena signs it and football says head says is this how could this be legal well it's not this is and this is dumb but i I don't know what's dumber this or what we're heading for in raw but i don't know but cena just looks at the contract like is this gonna work and he signs it and then Reigns makes twitchy faces like he can't. He knows that this is going to stick. And think about, though, what just happened. They pulled the old switcheroo where they think that we are so stupid that we didn't realize Cena just stole that from Finn Balor. Just by putting Baron Corbin in the middle. John Cena oh, still it, stole it, that from they, Finn Balor. Why is that not a story? Now, if that is a story, they that's fine. Jingled their car keys yeah. at us. That's I know. exactly they what did. they did. Listen, so, reasons reasons where I won't be mad. Uh, things if things happen. Uh, let's see. Cena loses the match because of interference by Finn. Finn Balor. That's never going to happen. Never. No. No. And if Finn it does, is going to- I will say I was wrong, and that WWE had a plan. You know they don't have a plan. Finn Balor was distracted by jingling car keys. Yep. Drew McIntyre was distracted by jingling car keys. Oh, my God. Everybody, uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, Edge is distracted by Edgy. jingling car keys. That's what WWE does to change their storyline direction is like, yeah. look over here. I know. And, oh, oh, look over here, Edge. It's Seth Rollins. Oh, okay. I've, yep. So Cena signs it. And what? We come back from break. Paul Heyman stops our two gyms backstage and says, of course, this is ridiculous. Of course, it's not real. Look, the contract is has a printed name for Finn Balor, but Cena just scribbled over top of it. That doesn't count. That's not legal. And listen, if you were if they had said at this point, okay, then we'll make it a three way match. That's stupid but not completely ignorant. Right. But what happens here is completely ignorant because Pierce does, it's good enough for me. Waka waka. (sighs) This is awful. What a failure of management this whole story is. And every WWE apologist will be like, oh, wrestling is silly. Um, It doesn't have to be nonsensical, illogical garbage that insults you. No, it can be you, silly you and can, good. You can be Orange Cassidy silly, and I buy in 100% and am a total mark. But you can't be ignorant, stupid like this. Nope. I, I don't mind silly. I don't mind, even if it's nonsensical, but not ignorant and insulting to yeah, my intelligence. Really bad. Really bad. It's going to be worse when Finn Balor doesn't even remember. Like I he know has that. amnesia that he even had this. 
Big E comes out. Something else making me mad. Oh, Big E's such... He's a fool with a briefcase. Why even give it to him if you're not going to make him something? He still said nothing. He tried to cut his promo, and it got cut off by a bunch of guys and then didn't lead to a match. This week, he just comes out. He doesn't even get to talk. Why are we doing this? You know why? I, do. I know. They have why? no plans for him. They're just Knock like, down the line somewhere. We'll have him cash in. We don't know what or against who or when. Nakamura, yeah. Big E, Cesaro against the Rude Dogs or whatever. Yeah. And Apollo Crews because they all Ooh. exist in this bubble universe. Wow. Football head said somebody said something about my dance and they didn't like it, but I'm not going to stop. I don't care. I hate you. Yeah. Music distraction. Uh, Nakamura pins Apollo Crews. This is disgusting. It's just this bubble universe with six guys, and that's terrible. So Nakamura is the next one to not be able to beat Apollo. Got it. Okay. Uh, it depends. I Vince will get tired of Apollo Crews. <clears throat> I'm hoping Nakamura I, wins the title, but he's had it. It doesn't do anything. No, no, it doesn't do anything. It's whatever gimmick. Is it the guitar gimmick that Vince likes this week, or Apollo Crews pretending to have a, a racist Vince thinks yep. a racist accent. Yep. So which which is making Vince chuckle this week? <sighs> so Edge comes out and he's like, ah, oh, look at me. I'm I'm Edge. And we go to commercial. We come back from commercial and they're like, oh no, Edge was attacked by Seth Rollins. Why would you do that during the break? I don't know. It didn't even make sense. When we come back, it's Seth Rollins' music and he's in the ring. And you're like, lost. You're like, wait, I thought I swear. I'm, I'm, am I dying here? I think Edge came out. And then they're like, well, what you missed was this crap. And yeah. how many times are they going to copy and paste that Seth Rollins spider monkey spot? How many times has he done that in the last year? 18, maybe? Seth Rollins is becoming the new Randy Orton. Yeah. That I can't even stand anything from him. It's... Then we have to see recaps of all this Seth stuff. It's oh, it's just bad. So much Seth. Seth rambles, rambles. The crowd chants, we want Becky. I want anything. Becky, anything. I know. I know. More than where, where is Edge? Did he just die? I guess they just drug him wow. out. Okay. So main event, Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks against Carmella and Selena Vega. Bad match, bank statement, Carmella taps to Sasha Banks. They celebrate. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, Sasha Banks. Everybody saw Sasha Banks attacks Bianca Belair. Ugh. Wow, on the same night, huh? Okay. This match was, this night was so bad. This show was so bad. I did, I did like Sasha attacking Bianca and how many times she put her in the bank statement and how many times Bianca tapped. I thought that was really good. Well, I I like having Sasha back as a heel. I, I know Bianca is a also, stupid face. I know it she's just makes always no sense. a stupid face. Yep, she just fell like for her. it. It's like there was no reason for her to fall for it. Also, she's, she's a stupid face. She does that. She constantly accepts challenges from people who don't deserve it. She's just a dumb face, and I hate dumb faces. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Also, they did announce before this match. She didn't say Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin for next week. That's what happens to Balor. He forgets that John Cena took it and only remembers being attacked by Baron Corbin. Wow. Wow. It's goldfish wrestling. They can only remember what happened immediately right before. 
Wow. No long-term so, memory. Yeah. So let me tell you, I took uh, notes on who was missing. And for this show, now, SmackDown only has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people missing. And again, oh, I'm not counting you. If, if you're injured, you because we're already missing Bailey and Natalia from injury. So I'm not even yeah. counting them. Angela Dawkins, not where's where was he? Kevin Owens, did you see him? Nope. Liv Morgan, did you see her? No. Montez okay, Ford. Kevin Owens, Liv Morgan, both people who were in the spotlight in a minute action, ago, like yep. had kind of storyish things. Yep. Not really stories, yep. but uh, Montez Ford, he was on last week. Where would he go? Sami Zayn, I don't know. Shotzi and Tegan, where are they? Knox or whatever her name is. Oh, their the, tank broke down. They probably couldn't get to okay. the show. Right. How many weeks has it been that they just keep beating the tag champs and now they can't even get a shot because Natalia's injured? <laughs> Tamina, not on the show. Tony Storm. Remember her? Yeah. Oh, she just debuted. She had a match and then vanished. That's just SmackDown. Wait till you get to Raw where we have three hours to fill and there are 18 people missing. <laughs> And that is not counting, like I said, a bunch of other people like Naomi, Mandy Rose, Reckoning, Riddick Moss. These are the people. Riddick Moss, Larry, is still on the website as far as no. it says it's on the Raw roster. I'm not even counting him. Yes. Oh, my God. How is that real? He, he could be the new JTG. I think you're right. Um, email, email. Do you have an we email? We don't have any for SmackDown, do we? No, but we have one that says no means no. Oh, no mean. Greeting SWFers. As a parent, I often turn to WWE programs to teach my family life lessons. My <laughs> nephew, upset that he was rejected by a girl at work for some other guy. For fortunate, But fortunately, John Cena set a fine example of what to do when rejected by someone. I told him. John used whatever means to get what he wanted, and nothing good but good can happen to him. Oh my god! My nephew tried tried things the John Cena way, and well, let's just say he had a very productive meeting with the HR director, and no changes were made. No, it's no, no, what? Real life Wait, and no, what, Larry? Go back. Oh, no charges were filed. Wow! It's frustrating. Real life doesn't follow WWE logic. Yes. Sincerely, Slowbro Brazil. P.S. Love the Reggie entrance. Just wish they had someone who could do what he does and know how to wrestle in an actual match. Yeah. But oh well, I can dream. Yes. First of all, that's the thing about Reggie. If you like flips, he's your guy. If you like wrestling, he can't do anything. And the thing about John Cena, I know that was a joke that you told, but yes, that is the horrible example that John Cena's is showing. And not only that, what a heel to steal that spot from Finn Balor. But Cena understands this is stupid, but he thinks you can. I shrugged. If you shrug as a face, you're like, not my fault. And we move. Yeah. Again, goldfish wrestling only remember what happens in the last like 30 seconds. Yeah. Okay. Is it raw time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're all, this is going to be hard to talk about. All right. I'm going to try and get through this without losing my voice. And, um, Raw live from Chicago, Illinois. Oh my God, that's bad. Uh oh, Chicago. Uh oh. Yeah, I know. This so, is not the ticket you wanted. Yeah. So, the opening of the show was it broken for you? Then now forever is gone. Is that because they released everybody? You could hear it. You couldn't see it. Was that just me? Not forever. No, I didn't see it. <gasps> uh oh. Okay. Bobby Lashley but comes I out with MVP. Okay. What? Yeah. I was delayed. My I had to watch late. 
Oh, well, that's fine. But the point is, it wasn't there. You could hear it, but they must have released everybody. So that's the joke. And you didn't say anything. But so Jimmy, the commentator, oh, he says, I don't see any ladies. I don't see any champagne. Yeah, it's been three weeks, buddy. It's It's and, been a while since that. Era. Yeah, wasn't that the storyline? No more ladies, no more champagne? Yes. That was actually like said. Jimmy and- says that. MVP says, everybody here is excited to see Goldberg and the crowd boos. Let me tell you this right off the bat here. For people online that are doing all these, they're, they're starting all these conspiracy theories. Because here's what happens. I'm going to say it now. Later when Drew McIntyre comes out, you can hear this part where all of a sudden Michael Cole's yelling 16-time champion and and it's like the crowd cheering. That was part of the SummerSlam commercial that played during the break. And then when Drew came out, they accidentally played part of that audio. All of a sudden everyone thinks they're an expert and they're sitting next to Kevin Dunn because they're claiming on Twitter and on other podcasts already this quickly that WWE is sweetening all the audio. Let me tell you about sweetening, everybody. Unless you're there in the arena and you can compare it or you're sitting next to Kevin Dunn, you're going to have to prove to me that that's what's happening. I can't stand WWE. But boy, oh boy, if they sweetened, in quotes, tonight's Raw... Uh, then I would have maybe put in some more cheers and anything because most of the time the crowd's chanting things or most of the time the crowd is sleeping. Yeah. Did you feel, okay. When they went back to being live, that was not, what was it? Two weeks ago? Three weeks ago. I don't know. A few weeks ago. It was exciting. It was. I didn't feel the exciting the excitement's gone in less in three weeks. It's gone. I the crowd didn't get me hyped up. Yes, it just wasn't there. Yeah, somebody uh, listen. Somebody else that's audio edits audio professionally or <clears throat> edits video professionally. If you want to tell me, explain to me exactly where the spots are that it was sweetened. I'd be glad to listen to you. But don't believe idiots just because. Listen, I love beating up WWE. I love making fun of them. Because let's not they, let's not lie did. about it though. Let's not lie, okay? Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. So anyway, also a, maybe it was because there was a lot of spots tonight where we came back from break, and the audio wasn't syncing up, and people were talking. Yeah, I I think there just may have been audio problems. Period tonight. That could be, but when MVP says everybody's excited to see Goldberg, the crowd boos. Why would they do that? Goldberg's the face. Don't, don't, don't believe the lies. <coughs> Excuse me. MVP, I'm already getting worked up. George is getting upset. Um, MVP says Lashley is a kaiju, so that was funny. And then the okay, crowd. That, okay, this, listen. Yeah. Lashley or uh, MVP MVP's had great. a story to tell. He had a, a you know, he had lines. He, it was something you think, you know, you're a gladiator, Goldberg. Now but- stop, hold on, yeah. Yeah. No, go ahead. I mean, but yeah, so he was telling Goldberg is this is why Goldberg never spoke. I know. So so the crowd chants Goldberg, which a minute ago they booed him. I thought they didn't want him. Goldberg comes out. Hey, guess what, kids? If you want to say this is the part where they sweetened it. Yes, I know, because it's in his music. Do you think they do that perfect uniform Goldberg chant every time magically exactly the same? 
That's to help the crowd know when to chant Goldberg. I know that's been sweetened since WCW, okay? So don't tell me that part. Tell me the any other part of the show because that's already a given. That's always been in there. Am I wrong? Yes, but this show... Am I wrong and you said yes? Because you're you're worrying about the sweet. This show is terrible. I know. I'm saying. I know. I know. Listen, but you're defending WWE only you know, on that just, one. Only on that one thing. The sound they gave us a piece of crap show. <laughs> they sure did. Excuse me. <clears throat> yeah. So. So that's like saying the murderer cleaned up after himself. I don't care. That's fair. <sighs> so that's it. That's your raw. No, um, seriously though, um, so Goldberg comes out. First set thing he says is a botch. Everything else he says is a botch. He yes. says, he says, after listening to MVP's intro, do you mean promo, buddy? Do you couldn't learn your lines? And Goldberg keeps saying gladiator over and over. He gets lost. He, he starts laughing to himself like a complete idiot. We get a we want. The gimmick <clears throat> yeah. was. MVP said, "Yes, you're you are a gladiator, Goldberg, but but you know, Bobby Lashley is, is above that. He's a monster. Yes. And Goldberg comes out and goes, "I know you're a gladiator, and we it's like, got no, a gladiator we just said you weren't. We said and you Drew were. Have went to the repetitive school of repetitiveness. That was it. Redundant State Department of Redundant Behaviors. Yes, and what's the repetitive? Yes, it's good. I, I tried to steal your line. I know it was good though." I, but then, so he keeps saying gladiator. He laughs at himself. We get a We Want Wyatt chant. This Goldberg promo is horrendous, up there with his, some of his worst ever. Then he says, you're next. And then he goes to the back and he fist bumps some hook lookalike, a hook alike oh here in the crowd. That's Goldberg's son. Do you believe this? When, listen, when Goldberg came back and he said, my son never got to see me wrestle. I got to do that spear. I can't, I got to do it. Oh, yeah, he that was, was so small. Yeah, this kid, he's a tall kid. He's normal. Why but, are we not, why is Goldberg not retired yet? He said he only came back so his son could see him wrestle. He's seen him wrestle 10 times. Yeah, but his son's never seen him wrestle Bobby Lashley. I guess that's it. MVP yells at the kid and says, we're going to kill your dad or something. And Goldberg comes back out and he gives the softest garbage spear to MVP that hours later, MVP will still be selling like he died. And Goldberg... Says to the heels, he says, I'll kill you. And then he leaves. What the? Which you're not allowed to say in WWE. No. Okay. So, research time. Other than the sun part, this was copy-paste from two weeks ago. True. We didn't get an answer. Nothing Nothing was resolved. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. A couple of things here. Uh, yeah. Could Goldberg look... Listen, everybody knows how angry I am about bringing in veterans. Just I know. Could go Goldberg look with a chewing gum. I know. Like any more like he didn't want to be there. Lines, yes. Not even understanding yes. the concept of the promo. Looks so like, I'm just I'm just doing this. Ha ha, I'm going to you know. look at me. It's embarrassing. So it's, it's I don't like it. At least Cena's Cena. Goldberg yes. is just a D-bag in this. It's really jerky. Yep. And his son is Hook's twin somehow. Maybe he and Taz are married, and that's their just they just have the one kid. Maybe they're twins. Aha. Um, so backstage, you Drew think McIntyre, Taz is going to sue yeah. WWE for using? Yes. 
Yes. Cease and desist on cease and desist on that hook alike. Um <laughs> our, okay, so backstage Drew. Tonight he faces Shanky and Banksy in a handicap match. Now I'm gonna tell you some serious facts about this, but not until after the match. So it's already in the ring, Shanky and Pocky with Drew with Jinder versus Drew. Jimmy right. says that Drew calls the sword that's right, Angela. What's the that's right? How would we know that? I guess someone guessed. What? Someone in the audience guessed Angela from, like, who's the boss? So, yeah, I guess so. So, Drew brings the sword to the ring, but we were specifically told that that was a fake sword. Which means every time Drew ever brought that sword to the ring, it was fake. Yet now it's real. We get CM Punk chance because nobody wants this. Jinder comes in with a chair. Don't even have a finish. Trash. The first finish of the night is a DQ. Jinder's kids have chairs, so Drew grabs the sword. Guess what he does? He knocks one chair down, and then it gets to the point where he's threatening to murder Shanky and Spanky with the sword, but this is not murder time. It's just WWE's PG wrestling, so Drew has this big weapon he can't even use. So he headbutts them, he kicks them, he can't do anything. Why does this exist? This is, listen, when Drew, when we had COVID, no crowd, they ran Drew as your baby face guy and they didn't do a bad job of it. And it was like, and I constantly was like, I constantly was thinking, yeah, what would a live crowd do here? He's, they're doing the classic face. He, it's, it's really good. And you know, it's good. He's doing a great job. As soon as we go to live crowd, he is a joke. Yes. He's a cartoon. Yes. It's stupid. I, yes. So why? Let's keep track here. This is the first match. And in case you didn't notice, this is a copy paste special because it's the same match as last time. But last time it was Drew against one of them. Now it's Drew against both of them. Okay. How many times, Larry, in the last maybe two years or so, two, two years... And we'll even count December 2019. So we'll say all the way back to then. Okay. So that still isn't a full two years, right? Because December 2019, yeah, we haven't hit December in 2021. So it's not. So in the last two years, how many times did Drew McIntyre wrestle? And I'm not even going to count if it was a rematch. How many times did he have a handicap match against unique people? Take a guess. Handicap? Three. Would you guess seven? Because. Let's go backwards in time. Really? Tonight, Drew versus Shanky and Panky. Before yeah. that, Drew versus T-Bar and Mace. Before that, Drew versus Miz and Morrison. Before that, Drew versus Shelton and Cedric. Before that, on SmackDown when he went there for a day, Drew versus Reigns and Uso. Before that, Drew versus Gallows and Anderson. Before they got released. And before that, Drew versus Ryder and Hawkins right before they got released too. So you're saying that the laziest way to show that you are a face is what they're doing. Because the laziest way to show your face is I'll wrestle both. Copy, of you. paste, effing high five seven times in two years. They don't care about us. They hate you as a fan. <laughs> WWE, he hate you. It's a t shirt. Okay, so so far we've had one match, garbage finish, copy paste. Good job. Jinder and pals run through the back area 
And Jinder is like, we're leaving. We we got to get out of here. And he looks like an what? idiot. What are they running from? I a don't man know. that can't use a sword chased. against them. What are they? What is? What are they scared of again? By the I way, no. And they look. They they're acting like just fools. They're, they're <laughs> acting like they are being chased by a monster. So dumb. Like or, this is how you would dream. run from Braun Strowman when he was running around the back, putting people in dumpsters and stuff. This is the way you would run away. But at least he was chasing you. Drew is in the ring, making winky faces and throwing yep. around a sword, being shrugging so, his shoulders like I know exactly. this is stupid. Yep, he sure does. You know what he calls it? That's right, Angela. <laughs> I didn't even answer. Oh, my God. So that's bad enough. But Nia Jax is backstage. She's looking into the camera. Oh, my God. This is so weird. Okay, ready for this? She goes... If you're shocked at what you just saw, I'm not. Um, wait till you see what I do to Rhea Ripley. She doesn't do anything to her. But I don't know that I've ever seen that in wrestling before. Where she the, tells you that a big camera, spot's like, going to happen. I thought that was crazy. Right. Wait till you get a load of this. And then guess what? WWE doesn't even give you anything. Just, yeah, I. That was such a weird moment. She lied. I know she was just reading the script, but she lied to us. So... And she's still a face. I don't get it. I don't. I mean, she's whatever. She's whatever they need. She's the heel face. Doesn't matter. I guess she's a heel. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I never know. Backstage, Drew messes up his promo too. Oh, he keeps saying "finish the job." He forgets what he's talking about. He's like, "Oh, the crowd wanted me to finish, but I didn't finish the job. Oh, they wanted me to finish the job." So then he promises he's gonna, which means he's gonna murder Jinder or something. And also, spoiler: Jinder has told. At least one uh, uh, reporter in some sort of interview that he's Punjabi prison is at SummerSlam. Oh my God, poor Drew. Yep. Already in the Why ring. Why did they? I know. Again, I know. They refused to build stars. They put so much effort into him during COVID, and as soon as we went live, he's junked up. He'll never recover from this. He, I don't it's think so. It's going to get worse. I it's guarantee. real bad. It's real bad. Already in the ring, Nia Jax with Shayna against Rhea Ripley. Byron says, at SummerSlam, it's a Raw Women's Championship opportunity. So, we're not allowed to say non-title match. So, we say uh, championship contenders match. And we're not allowed to say, what? A Raw Women's Championship opportunity? It's a title match. What are we? Why? Why would you change the wording all of a sudden? Anyway, in this match, you know how Rhea wears those demolition arm spike things on her wrists? Yeah. She busts Nia's face wide open, so her eyes bleeding everywhere. She has half of a crimson mask. And listen, Rhea is so, I don't know if she's a heel or a face. Well, so- you, now, now I the person I think is the face is bleeding. So it yes. makes, it, this was I don't a know weird either. match. Yep. And then the finish of the match is ruined because all of a sudden tonight, they change all the timing of those little graphics at the right-hand bottom screen where they never talk about what's on there. They were not allowed to talk about that ever. So if it says tonight, it's going to be Nikki Cross against or Nikki A.S.H. or whatever against Charlotte. They are not allowed to say that. They just have to let, that's just for the fans. Well, all night, they botched the timing on all these. So, all of a sudden, it's the end of the match, and we're doing the pin, 
And there's an ad for a match at the bottom of the screen. It says Riddle versus Omos later. So the finish, which you might have missed if you were trying to read or look at a picture, was Shayna did a distraction and Nia gets rolled up? Wait, but how, what? Rhea wins. Why is Shayna doing a distraction now? <coughs> Excuse me. I don't know. What is the story? Reginald's gone. Uh, Alexa I don't know. Bliss. This is so dumb. It, think about this journey we went through. Yeah. And listen, I really enjoyed them being tagged. I know. Me champs. too. Me too. That was something that was working. And now it's Alexa's casting spells and Reginald. Is he, is he doing this on purpose? Does he really not? Does he love her? They look like they, but no, maybe it's, nope. and then is she is, is so what was go, And now she's a, what is, what a mess. Do you think they what know? Stinky mess of stupidness. And then she's bleeding and they still want to do this yep. angle. And then, then DeVille or, or not DeVille. Um, Shayna. Who was she wrestling? Who? Rhea? Yeah. Rhea comes back in for more, yes. which what does so that Rhea, is that supposed to sell her as a fate? Not sell her as I don't a know heel? Because and that makes yeah. I don't understand wrestling. I, this match, if you are a wrestling fan, think you understand wrestling. If you watch this, you've got to be like either I don't understand wrestling or they don't. Because well, this match, what they were pushing, the way it was done. I don't know who I'm supposed to. I don't know either. I don't know who because when he is, excuse me, when Rhea attacks Nia Jax, it's a heel move. Like you said, she does her finisher, but yet Nia's the heel and Rhea's the face. What? And then Graves says that was a direct message to Nikki Ash. How? What? But then that what? makes her heel again. Yes. And then, and then also, tonight. Yeah, what a face! But this is one. We have to count how many there are. One new matchup. This was a new one. Okay. Spoiler, there are 10 matches on the show. <laughs> Just guessing, and I'm not going to say yes or if you're right or not. How many of the 10 matches do you think are new matches tonight? Two. All right, I'm going to tell you. You got it exactly right. Uh, oh, my there God. There are eight garbage rematch, copy-paste, or opposite booking matches. High five. Uh, even Steven 50-50s. But, okay, so let's keep going. T-Bar and Mace against Mansoor and Ali. Hey, guess what? Rematch, copy-paste, bullcrap here. So. Unnecessary, too. <clears throat> oh, my God. Who cares? I And, again, Mansoor and Ali could be a good story, but it is a direct copy-paste of Riddle and Orton. Like, everything it's, about it. It's the same story with them not having as much faith in those two as they yes, do Riddle correct. and Orton. So, do you notice both weeks Mace sells the eagle or the hawk or whatever that noise is in the Monsoor oh! song? Yeah. Yes. And looks around like it's going to get him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe me. he's not selling. Maybe he actually has That's like true. a bird of hope. Tonight, Miz, I know he might. Well, tonight, Miz TV with Damien Priest. Oh, my God. Guess what that is? Remember when we thought Damien Priest was moving on? Well, I have that in my notes, but also we've seen that 50,000 times. I'm not even going to bother to count how many because I counted everything else. But guess what? In the match, Monsoor is pinned, which means the bad guys wins. <sighs> even Steven. Yeah, we got to do this again. Yeah, with T-Bar and Mace get to even Steven bring it to It is a match. rematch that ends in 50-50 even Steven. So it was pointless and it wasted my time. I hate it. 
And then T-Bar and Mace attack. Oh, look, this is actually nice. Ali saves Monsor and eats a goozle to save him. So that was good. It's the only part I liked. Uh, Nikki runs around like a oh, weirdo backstage to get ready. With sound effects. Yeah, we didn't need sound the for this. Swoosh, swoosh. Yeah, she has a cape. Look I, at that. I, I am sad that Nikki is enjoying this because... I'm sad because I will keep saying this. Nikki didn't win that title. That costume did. Yep. Although she did win the right to have a title match many times over. Not only that, she did win a briefcase fighting all these other people. But let's find out if that's pointless now. Because Charlotte comes out. And they announce now that all of a sudden, it's, and I guess this was on social media as well. Now all of a sudden, Charlotte against Nikki later tonight is going to be a no-holds-barred match. Okay. Which is weird. Why? You know why? You know why it is? Why? So it can be the main event. Because you have to make it mean something. So, oh, it's no whole bars. We might see well, something. let's find out. Uh, Charlotte says Simone Biles dropped out of the Olympics and could, she can't imagine why she wouldn't want the gold. And right when the crowd's ready to boo that, she never goes back to it again. Well, I, I if you spent all those years on that So Raven... And then you go to the Olympics. <laughs> That's, <sighs> man, I mean, people are asking way too much of this woman. Okay, very good. Um, the crowd chants Becky and Charlotte curses at them or whatever. And Charlotte says, oh, my God, here we go. No, Charlotte, I got a point. Is Charlotte going to ruin everything? What if, do you remember how we thought that Bobby the Brain was sent to WWE yes. to destroy it. Is Charlotte like trying to destroy WWE from the inside? I wish I could believe that, but she's reading a script and you can tell. So Charlotte says Nikki illegitimately won the title. She says, I am ready to have a nervous breakdown, but the money in the bank briefcase and match is cowardly and a theft. As she's saying this, she's getting weapons out from under the ring but she has to keep stopping because she cannot multitask. Then and she, she gets says, a broom. Yeah, That's a the broom. Best weapon and you could find. Yeah, it was terrible. I think she just couldn't find anything else. And um, if you get a broom, why is it not I'm going to beat her with this broom and then she can ride it home later or something? I anything, don't... but how about yeah, I'm going to hit her with this and then we don't actually do it. So she says she's been cashed in on not once, not twice, but three times. Okay, that's fine, because you're a heel, so that's why. But this is really bad. Listen, this is terrible. This promo's bad. She's bad at this. Oh, and she's again. She's actually saying to the crowd, no, wait, listen, I have a point. She does. And then she never gets back to oh. the Olympics thing, and she never gets to a point. Or a point except the thief part. That's the only part she gets to. So she doesn't know how to wrangle the crowd. She doesn't know. I don't want to say anything about wrestling, but she is not her father, here is Charlotte. I hate doing this because I feel so bad because I don't know her personally and I know she might Listen, be nice or whatever. Little, I I think you're a bit wrong here. I think she, if she wanted to do this, I think she would be pretty good at it. Oh, you think she Everything still doesn't want to do it? Like okay, that's fair. Teeth with her. Like this promo, I know. if she was out there really trying, I think she would be fine. But this promo is like she's out there. She's like, oh, uh, they told me to say something about this Olympic okay. Simone. Okay. Hey, no, listen. I really have something to say here. No. 
Here's the she nicest. In this. She, I've never seen a wrestler who seemed less interested in being there. I know. Here's the nicest thing I can say. And first, the part's mean. She's but tall. it's also true. She had a famous dad, or she still does. She's acrobatic, and she's long. Yeah. Which, it does, in, in the finish to this match, she has to not be long. I know. Like, you're Doesn't long work. enough to reach the ropes, you know. know. No, no, I'm not. I'm small. Yep. Well, she keeps saying Nikki Cross, which isn't her name anymore. And then she says, Nikki A-S-H Cross. <laughs> is she like, is there something wrong with you, Charlotte? She Everyone knows that we've changed the name. Her. I don't think I know. she just isn't happy. She never seems happy. Someone rescue her. Is she being kidnapped by Debbie? Does she not want to be there? She well, I think the awesome. first piece of the puzzle was Andrade, then the second piece was Ric Flair. Now, third piece is she's going to ask for her. Yeah, that's it. Um, so, oh my God, Larry. Nikki sneaks up behind her and hits her with a chair. And guess what? Half the crowd boos. Because why would a face do that? Well, isn't she a superhero? No, she's almost oh. a superhero, which means she's not a superhero. Oh my God. The face, the little tiny face with the superhero costume that's supposed to be an idol for kids, just attacked the heel from behind. But for okay. no reason. Not to... Backstage, even Marie and Dewdrop. Oh my God. Again, if you think this is sweetening, go watch the show again and actually pay attention. This crowd, and you can hear it, is chanting, shut the F up, but they're saying the word. Eva says, Dewdrop is from a farm. I wonder what that means. And Mm -hmm. Eva asks, oh my God, Larry, this writing, this isn't even just Eva's bad. This is She's reading the script. Listen to the script. What is Lily Lucian except for ew, yuck, gross? Someone sat down and wrote that, and then she had to read that. I don't know who's the worst person. Somebody for actually writing that or the person who can't even give a good read of it. That's a really good point. But... It's so bad. Why is it so and also, bad? Like the, the way we just saw Nikki Cross's character that they don't understand staying to character. What is the deal with Dewdrop? What is her character? Sometimes she doesn't it looks have like one. She likes Alexa Bliss because she's nice, but then we're going to, we'll go in later and she's full on heel tonight. Yes. I don't, I don't know because they didn't tell her every week. They tell her what every, every week they tell her what she's going to do. There's no motivation. There's no planning. You just do what they say that week. Yep. That's got to suck so bad for people who are really wanting to do a good job. I cannot believe WWE is as big a monster, a billion-dollar juggernaut as they are with this. But they found all the ways to make the money without doing the work. It's once you have a name, you just it's like a a freight train that's hard to stop. Once you have it's the Transformer movies, they're completely junk. I know, but they just keep going faster, faster. Oh, my God. We're on. We're going on number 10. Uh, Yes. Okay. So. (coughs) Excuse me. I'm so sorry. Do drop with Eva Marie against Tamina. By the way, 
This is just a singles rematch from last week's tag team match. Let's find out what happens. This match isn't good. I feel bad because I like Dewdrop, but it's just not good. The crowd hates it. The crowd chants things. And guess what? Tamina wins, even Steven. 50-50. Switcheroo. Copy-paste. Alexa... And aren't we supposed to like Dewdrop this kind of... And we'll get... It'll be worse later, but... I don't know. What is... Yeah, I don't know. Alexa's on the Tron. She says, the loser of the match, Eva Marie. <clears throat> you get it? She's just saying what Eva Marie says, except with loser instead of winner. And Jimmy goes, oh my God, Jimmy. He says, you see Dewdrop suffering in that match just like Sheamus. He's trying Why? to bridge it to the next thing. Wow. Why? Wow. Stop. You're terrible also, at this. Also, just, just so I'm... I'm Alexa Bliss is a demon and she's going to be the face here. Yep. She is cute. Yep. I guess well, that's oh well. the thing. So yeah, that's singles rematch from last week's tag match, even Stephen booking. Great. So they just wasted my time. You said, yep. Backstage, Damian priest and riddle riddle has a new scooter. Priest said, I was at Lollapalooza. So I got lots of COVID for everyone. He says, I'm going to make sure that Morrison has a wheelchair set up just like The Miz. Larry, did he mean, did the script say he's going to make sure he has a wheelchair set up? Like a setup. Yeah. He says a wheelchair, wheelchair set, set up. up just like The Miz. He doesn't even understand the script he's reading. I can't blame him. <clears throat> I know because that's terrible it's writing. But it's a horrible line. There's a difference between setup and set up. But anyway, who cares? That's the least of these problems. Miz and Morrison come out for Miz TV. Miz says he tries to let bygones be bygones. And Graves goes, well, I'm glad that Miz is try- letting bygones be bygones. So I like that Graves mocked him. It's sad that the only time I like Graves is when he's mocking someone. But whatever, that's where we're at. The guest, Damian Priest, comes out for the 20th Miz TV that he's been on. This segment, oh my God, it's abysmal. The crowds just just won't stop chanting. Chants CM Punk. Priest is rattled by this, and he's he wants to laugh at it, but because he knows about AEW, knows about Punk, he knows about all this, and he's just sitting there not knowing what to do. Priest says, "Miz, your ankle injury. How do we even know it's real? It might be fake. Maybe you have a crotch injury." And he does some like. Terrible stereotype. Like, I know he's from Puerto Rico. He does some stereotype, like, si senor Mexican accent or something. I don't know what this is supposed to be. And then Miz says, if I wasn't in this wheelchair, I'd whatever, hit you or whatever. And Priest says, do it. He just said if he wasn't in the... And Morrison calls him essay. Can we just please stop this? This, how long? Okay. This Maybe went on forever and ever and ever. How long has this been going? Oh my God, years. 10 years, it feels like. Oh, only since what? before Re- is be- Royal Rumble? he's done. You say? Run oh. away. Damien Priest <laughs> never get near Miz or Morrison again. Why well, would... I'm going to write this down. Somebody's I mean, I already wrote this down. <laughs> I, I'm going loopy here. But, so this goes on and on and on. It's just atrocious. So, so okay. Oh my God. So the story here is that Priest says, well, I came out to challenge Sheamus to a United States title match, 
But instead of that, I'd rather wrestle Morrison for nothing. And then he attacks Morrison and sprays Miz with water after missing the shot. First shot, because he pretended it was a bow and arrow, he totally missed. So then he took it seriously and started actually shooting Miz with water. This show is the worst. This is like, this is worse than you just, I'd rather have a a wrestling show like this written by a bunch of six-year-olds. I'd rather, because that at least is going to accidentally be really stupid and funny. This is just insulting to every part of my brain. I just and, I can't believe that this is a real product on television. And the whole the writer's idea here is, what do we do? Oh, uh, you know, Miz is in a wheelchair. Oh wait, Sheamus has a broken nose. That's kind of like a handicap. Yeah. Oh wait, we'll we'll intertwine these stories that don't <sighs> really stories, but so I'm going to talk about that. So Morrison versus Priest, and I wrote, oh my god, copy paste. Who cares? This match. For okay, Morrison's in it, so you think it would be like a like a fast. Fun. This match is slow moving turds. Again, please don't take my word for it. Find this match. I don't recommend it, but find it if you don't believe me. Go watch this. Everyone is moving in slow motion, including the fast guy. Some slam garbage, some heaven slam or whatever, and Priest wins. Listen, get this away from me, because guess what happens next? Oh, by the way, that match right there. That's the fourth. Miz, uh, sorry, Morrison versus Priest match since May. They had one on May 3rd, the next week on May 2nd, and the next week on May 17th, according to my notes. Copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste, high five. Okay, so all of a sudden Sheamus comes out to attack Priest. Then Ricochet comes out for some reason. Graves says when Ricochet comes out, somebody call for a superhero? Why would you say that when there's a super... Okay. Okay. So everyone's standing there just staring at each other. Graves and Jimmy give the worst we have the script lines I've ever heard in WWE. (laughs) This is not hyperbole. This is exactly what they said. Graves says, but what's it mean for tonight? And Jimmy goes, expect the unexpected after this. So after... You ain't seen nothing yet from Nia Jax. We get Jimmy saying, don't touch that dial. I bet there'll be a match from this. This is a show for idiots. Didn't I say their new tagline was going to be anything can happen? Yes. Look at this. Remember when, look what I can do. Remember when Priest said he was done with Miz and Morrison months ago? Yep, and we not. believed it. We're like, okay, this is obviously you're moving on. This is way it went way too long. Oh if you remember, God. if you remember that same night or the next week, there was a there was an open challenge for the title, and he didn't bother to come out. Rem- always remember that. Okay, when we come back from break, Larry, I was in disbelief. Did you? We just had a match that had a clean finish, right? Yeah. A clean finish match is restarted as a tag team match. But what, what is what is the okay. like connecting fiber? Injury guys against other yeah. guys. I don't what? know. Because Nothing. Miz mentioned Sheamus. I guess on Miz TV, and then Sheamus came out and said, "I'll wrestle even though I'm injured." What? So, and then Damian Priest in that interview said Sheamus is a good guy for wrestling injured. What? 
I don't know. Seamus and Morrison against Priest and Ricochet, right? It's oh like God. they, it, this is like a volcano raw. What is going on? I, I don't know. All I know is I wrote, oh my God, make it stop. Every move in this match is, are you kidding me? From Jimmy. The Reckoning. Wait, Priest pins Morrison again. He just pinned Morrison. Why did this need to be a tag, Larry? This company kills brain cells. I I don't know. You if if listen, we we have to really watch it. But let's say you're just you're you're living your life, which you shouldn't, for some bad reason you have raw on. Yeah. If you're not paying close attention, you're thinking, oh, just wait, it's a tag match. What what just happened? What? You think? <sighs> Let me tell you, Larry. They pulled off the what I thought was impossible, copy and paste on the same show with the same guy pinning the same guy. Not even a 50-50. Oh, this that's just true. A, yeah. He just pinned the same guy with a different move. <laughs> Sheamus and Ricochet it, didn't even need to be there. Would your would your brain have exploded if they restarted it as a six man? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, why not? <sighs> Jimmy asks, how will Bobby Lashley handle the challenge from Goldberg? said no what this is television for idiots i lashley's mad backstage mvp is selling like he just got speared 10 seconds ago he's dying from that weak spear and they say another lashley segment will he take the challenge next oh my god i hate you wwe lashley gets interviewed he says i hope goldberg brings his son to SummerSlam so his son can watch me and he forgets the line and then he goes Watch me annihilate him. Oh my God. These guys have like two lines and they can't remember them. Why is it a match now? I don't know. Because because he heard MVP is like his dad or something. And he wants to see the son suffer. So, two, one second later, I'm sorry, the match is official with a graphic, even though Lashley just accepted the challenge. Okay. I guess they were ready for that. Riddle comes out. Backstage interview with Omos. He says he's going to break Riddle's spine. Okay. Riddle versus Omos. Omos gets its own weird intro song that it sounds like he's singing. I think he does sing it. <laughs> no. I think he does. I'm almost positive. Jimmy says this. Okay. Again, this is some of the dumbest commentary I've heard in I don't know how long. Jimmy goes, he just shoved him. And I mean, he just shoved him. The ground just shook. <laughs> okay, hold on. The ground just shook. And Graves goes, that's not an exaggeration. Please stop. Please stop. I, I can't take the stupid. Omos tries to win by count out multiple times, even though he's a giant. He keeps wanting to win by count out. Tree slam, Omos wins. And guess what they do again? They botch again. During the finish of the match, they advertise Nikki versus Charlotte at the bottom of the screen. Why are they so bad at this all of a sudden? Everything. Like I said, sound was off tonight coming back from breaks. Fun knows? fun fact, that was the only other original match on the show. And every match with almost is original pretty much. Because he hasn't wrestled anybody yet. No. Yep. Now, where is Orton? Well, um, not here. And he was advertised for that arena. So I'm a little worried. 
little bit. Alexa and Lily are backstage, and Alexa says, oh my god, is this supposed to be like, I thought Alexa was supposed to be like a fun demon character, whatever, a face. She says, Lily is responsible for Jack yes. the Ripper and the Zodiac Killer. What the F is that? It's your face, because obvi- because she's super faced because of what happens next. Okay, so she first of all, she might as well have said Charles Manson and Hitler. That's not even funny. But Dewdrop, the face, I think, attacks I, Alexa, the other face, I think. So Alexa and Lily are both laying on the ground dead. Dewdrop leaves. Dewdrop is, with Dewdrop Eva. is 100% healed now who hates Alexa. What happened? I, she has a bad influence. That's all I can say. No. But- I know. I know. They're not writing it, but that's what I assume. So after Dewdrop and Eva leave, Lily they do an animated Undertaker sit-up with the doll. Alexa just said that that doll was what, Larry? Responsible for what? For what? What was she, what, mass what did murders? She, and? And what? Yes, mass murders and Jack the Ripper. Yeah, well, he was a mass murderer. Right, I know. People, six. I'm saying, yeah, it's... We're supposed to believe that Lily and Alexa are the faces in this story, and she's no, yeah, don't add, don't add, she's a demon. I don't understand. And then the the person who was coming off as a real true face, Dewdrop. Yeah. Remember yes. when she was like, I kind of like yes, Alexa. I do. And, then, and now she's full on heel, but yep. only for this week because I'm sure next week they'll remember that yep. that was where it was going. Yep. Also, I love how they can't even do little things right. Like I've never noticed before. That Lily the doll is not really dirty or yucky. Oh. But if you say, ooh, you're yucky, that yeah. makes me look at it and be like, oh, no, that doll's really clean and brand new made. It's clean and brand new made. And the retcon is that Alexa had that since she was little. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and Eva says, ooh, it's so gross. I can't even touch it. I'm like, no, it's. it's- no, it's not. It's very clean. It might look scary, but it's very clean. So let me tell you what's worse than that. Somehow this carrying cross versus Keith Lee. Oh my God. How is this real rematch from last week? Please tell me what are we doing here? What are we trying to do? Just tell me what we're, even if you're failing, tell me what you're attempting. Mm. You want to hear the original ripped up script? Yes. Okay. Week one, Karrion Cross shows up on Raw, gets beat by Jeff Hardy. Week two, remember how Hardy got COVID? Yeah. If he hadn't gotten COVID, do you know what the plan was? Uh, they were going to share needles. I don't know. Maybe. Hardy was going to pin him again. Wow. Yep. Luckily, COVID interfered and that didn't happen. But yes, that was the original plan. But let's see if we can emulate sort of like that, shall we? So it's Karen Cross against Keith Lee with the rematch. Corey Grace, for whatever reason, calls it WWF. He says WWF E. Oh, really? I didn't. That's super weird. Why would he even say that? Yes, Cross. Yes, Cross in a box has an hourglass. Then they have to show us a video package to remind us that a year ago Keith Lee used to beat people. A year ago. This is so... I don't know. And, and if you don't think they're trying to hobble Cross, where's Scarlet? 
Yep. The, the, now they introduce the hourglass. They make the whole fall and pray thing sound yep. stupid on this show. And he's not allowed to say TikTok. So that's good. So, okay. So here's where I really noticed it. The shirts in the crowd tell the story of a broken system. If you look through the crowd, here's the shirts you will see tonight. Tony Schiavone's face, AEW, AEW with the American flag. Bailey, Budios, uh, NWO, um, let's see, um, Stun Me, another Stone Cold shirt of some kind, a Kevin Owens uh, stunner shirt. So that's the closest thing to modern. The two newest shirts that were out there were the new green John Cena shirt and the Acknowledge Me shirt. What does that tell you? I told you, remember we got in a conversation about merch sales and how if you're merch, no one's bought in. Merch sales are if someone is bought in. No one's Everybody, bought into anything. I'd say, I'd say 80% plus of the crowd hasn't bought a shirt in forever and they really like shirts. And even if they did buy a new shirt, it wasn't from that company. Oh, Adam Cole Bullet Club shirt? Like how old is that? Like these old... There's only two new shirts in the crowd. I think I saw one for Drew McIntyre. There might have been three shirts in the crowd. Ooh, but I can't eat. Really? I know. I know. Was his mom there? Because they, they mentioned her on the they, show. She won the I, show. They probably bought that it. two years ago. But my point is this. It, we don't have to get into the whole thing about how WWE doesn't know how to make anybody anymore. Look in the crowd and you figure it out for yourself. Okay? That's all. So, Spirit Bomb. Yes, Larry. Keith Lee just wins. Even Steven. WWE's trash. This is a rematch from last week. 50-50 even Steven booking. This and helped we don't, no one. Keith Lee's been gone so long. Medical. We don't know what it was. Does he have the zombie virus? Because after the match. He looked like he, he looked may horrible. have been turning into a zombie. But I'm not sure if that's his health or what the problem is. Horrible. That I couldn't speculate on. I really don't know. Um, And what is the point here? Why is an NXT champion doing these? I don't know. Let me tell you who's backstage right now. It is the cosplay character, Rhea Ripley. And you know what she's doing backstage? Take a guess. Imagine Rhea Ripley and tell me what she's doing right now. Uh, Punching a punching bag. No, no, no. She's going to be interviewed. But what is she doing? Like, look at her in your mind's eye. What is she always doing? I don't know. Oh, okay. What? Well, you should pay attention, Larry. The answer is smiling. She doesn't have any reactions ever. Everything is a smile. You can't take any of her career seriously. She doesn't have any other expressions ever. But, but dude, I don't think she, does she know if she's a healer face? It's not the point. I'm talking way back in NXT. She is a cosplay character. And again, she can wrestle most of the time against most people. Not against Oscar, but maybe other people. I want to see something from her. Not a fake paper champion run. And not this smiley character that always is smiling. No matter what the situation calls for. I don't like it. Basically, she says she's going to interfere in the match tonight. She says, I'll be watching. And it's no holds barred. So you know what that means. Does she interfere? Spoiler. No. No. She does not. Reginald, now Reggie, comes out. Reggie in a box. Okay, so it wasn't bad enough that on SmackDown, Reggie said, you know, 
Call me Reginald. Call me Reginald. Oh, Reggie. In a box, he says, my name's not really Reginald. And he has no more accent. And he's like, I just pretended to be a French sommelier to get a job with Carmella in WWE. I don't know. Well, she wasn't pleased most of the time with his choices. True, he was terrible at it. But think about this. Instead of just moving him on and making him likable, they retconned his entire character. I hate you, Vince McMahon. It's your fault for all these problems. Again, racist WWE. Why every time we have to retcon a black person into a face, it's like, uh, I used to be evil, but in reality, I grew up in the hood. Yep. And I know. I have to fight for every. Not every black person no. grows up in the hood, Vince. Not when you want to retcon a black per, black person, it does not have to be. I was in a gang. I know. No, stop all the stupid stereotyping. He does. He's, he's like, I had to fight for everything I had. I, no, what? I know. Vince tried to do that with Ali until he found out he wasn't black. So. <laughs> Sounds like a joke. Reality check. 24-7 title match. Reggie versus Akira Tozawa. Spoiler. Where do you think Reggie got the title from? So this is a rematch of sorts. Tozawa wants timeout. Okay. Why? Let's find out. Not worth it. He yells, Ninja Power. Is I hate this. It's so bad. Reggie sits on him and retains the title. That's Reggie's only move. He flips everywhere and then he sits on you. Please make this and stop. Where are all these groups okay, of people I, chasing? I wrote no jobbers run out because the roster is super thin tonight. By the way, this was a rematch, copy paste. So I'll tell you at the end who was missing, but not right now. Backstage, Nikki superhero thing almost gets interviewed. But because it's WWE writing this, she says complete nonsense. So I don't even care. Main event. Here we go. Champion. I would say this main event was the only thing that was good on the show. And even this, you know. I don't think it was good. I think it was average. I th- I found this for the type of match it was. This was That's very fair. average. I didn't That's think fair. it was. But championship. I just said I'm sick of these all these hardcore matches. And here's another one. But they don't do anything. It's Nikki versus exactly. Charlotte. And by the way, it says championship contenders match. And if you don't know, that means nothing. They're just not allowed to say non-title match. No holds barred. I don't think the announcer ever said that. I think he said the following is a championship contenders match scheduled for one fall. Huh. Um, this is, a, it sure exists. A table gets the pop of the night. <laughs> again, Probably. if you think, again, if you think they're sweetening, why would they only put fake crowd cheers in for a table? Why wouldn't you do it the whole night? Because there wasn't any tonight. Don't be, don't be fooled. Um, Rhea watches backstage. So I'm just waiting. Charlotte tells Nikki this. She says, you think you're a champion dressed like that? Suck it. <laughs> yeah. CM Punk chants. Charlotte does an I don't care if you die whiplash powerbomb to Nikki through the announce table. I guess that's because Nikki's small and maybe she wouldn't have broken it normally, but that looked really bad. And also, I know the idea is that Nikki is underpowered in the yeah. face, but Nikki looks so unrealistic as champion. And I know they're making and, her look that way. And I like her, but they're ruining her. And here's the thing: don't think just because they put a title on you, that's not ruining you because it, or can't ruin you because you're a champion. That's not tr- the case at all. Um, after that powerbomb, 
Nikki was never the same. And if you watch, she is crying. I hope she's not concussed because, wow, you know what's going to suck? Charlotte versus Rhea at SummerSlam again. And then they're going to have to bring, because now the plan is to wait for after SummerSlam and after the draft to bring back Becky Lynch because that makes more sense because both matches are booked for, (coughs) oh, I'm so sorry, Um, for both shows. So there's no title matches left for Becky. They would throw her in that three-way in a second for a vacant title if Nikki gets injured or if she is injured. But anyway, let's find out what happens here. Nikki can't stop crying. Charlotte spears herself through a table set up in the ring and she sells her head, which didn't even hit the table. Nikki does this really long, chatty, off-the-ropes, hanging neckbreaker thing. And Nikki just pins Charlotte. Even though Charlotte's long, like you said, and the ropes were right there, she couldn't reach them. And Nikki pins Charlotte. I mean, it wasn't, quote, clean because you used weapons, but without Rhea's help, and Rhea never comes out. So, by the way, if you're keeping track, that's the eighth rematch from last week, and that's a 50-50 even, Steven. Bullcrap finish. Ten matches on the card. Two were new and super short. Eight were rematches, most of which were even Steven or a copy-paste direct. Why do we watch WWE? Do we hate ourselves? I don't know, because during the pandemic, we thought, this is why they don't, they're they're bad at this, or they don't care, or whatever. They're banking a lot on SummerSlam, and this is still the best they can do. Just bring back fossils, and (sighs) it's so bad. It's always the laziest that they can do. So you want to see who wasn't on Raw? Yeah. 18 people. I mean, 18 people. 18. And like I said, I am not... It would be more. I could also count Mandy Rose, Naomi, who's supposed to be on SmackDown, but yet is on the Raw section and isn't on SmackDown. Reckoning, same thing. Riddick Moss doesn't exist. Titus O'Neil, Slapjack. I am not counting any of them. It would be, what, 23 people or 24 people without with them. I'm not going to count them. Here's who's missing tonight for I don't even know why. AJ <laughs> Styles. True. Angel Garza. Mm. Not even there to chase. Cedric the Alexander. Yep. Dale Gass. Yep. Dana Brooke. Drew Gulak. She may be missing for a while. I think so. Drew Gulak couldn't even be bothered to chase that title. Elias. Okay. Eric of the Vikings. Grand Metalik of the Lucha Kids. Ivar from the Vikings. Jeff Hardy. Well, we know he has COVID or at least is finishing up the COVID stuff. Or drugs. Um, allegedly. Probably not <laughs> allegedly. Um, Kofi Kingston. He's been gone forever. Lince Dorado. But it's a, but if he was gone forever in storyline. I know. Remember, we wanted him gone I know. forever. Lashley yeah. killed him. Nope, I not know. that. Didn't we happen. Our um, truth. Larry, what about Asuka? Yep, gone. Well, no one was ready. So. Randy Orton, who was advertised for the show. That um, is something I want the inside information about. I know. I wish I knew. Uh, Riker and Xavier Woods. That is 18 people that just are active people on the roster, just aren't there. So we had to watch Damien Priest and Morrison wrestle two matches for no reason other than to fill time. 
I don't. Do you think I like coming on the show and just complaining about everything? I do not. No. It can be fun, but right now, I just want WWE to be good, and it's just so bad. And it's they so they want poor. they want SummerSlam to be a success. And you know They're what? So lazy and so bad right. at this. But you know what? The wrestlers will pull it off, and SummerSlam might be a lot of fun. It usually is, but that doesn't change the fact that once we go back to Raw and SmackDown, it's garbage again. And yes, they'll change things up with this, or it's a little different. This is a little different, and then you'll get like one or two good things, and you'll get like seventeen bad things. Is that really what you want in your wrestling? It's not what I want. No, we're reviewing this for completionist purposes. Crap, and then a pay per view where you're like, oh well, the wrestlers are good. Right. Oh, that return was good. Oh, that crowd pop was good. That part was awesome. And then they have all these pieces, and then they do nothing with them. <sighs> There's now talk about the the draft being delayed. <laughs> it's still on my calendar. It's still there. It's still there after SummerSlam. So right at the beginning of September, end of August. So uh, what? I don't know. I don't know. I just wow. Good job getting through the show, Joe. You were, yeah. Before we started the show, I thought you were I'm not going to make it. It's a two and a half job. hours already. We're in this almost. I know. Good job. You stayed strong. Thanks. I'm Proud trying. I really need to get some sleep. So I think we're just going to be done here. So <sighs> unless we have a raw email. Oh my God, we do. Oh, one. <coughs> I'll read it. The one that says Thank raw. You. I'm so sorry. Uh, it says raw. Yeah. Okay. Dear Smart Institute tweeters, anybody. Everybody touts too much. Wouldn't you go? Oh, my. Uh, ah, I wouldn't say that I hate Charlotte Flair, Flair or Ashley Flair or whatever, though she is a thoroughly dislikable. Oh, person. that's why she hates Nikki A.S.H. Because that's her real name. Oh, mm. okay. Uh, but I would say I'm a step below that. The way she's been booked is nothing sort of disgusting and wrong. In the six year old, in the six year old Chuck has been on the roster. She has never put one woman over clean in a pay- play per view. I don't understand pay-per-view. what we're saying here. What? Not one. Chuck. I don't know. She's been around six years. Why is sure, she Sure, she lost to Becky in okay. a TLC match, but gimmick matches give the loser an excuse. Charlotte lost to distraction, cheating, fluke pins, and tag matches. Always has an excuse. Also, as we found out this week, money in the bank. That is totally unacceptable. You think... You'd think she was Hogan or Austin the way she's protected. Difference is both those guys were actually over and made the company lots of money. I don't want to wish death upon Vince or Rick, but short of that, I don't see things changing with her. Please well, he wrote I'm this wrong, email Andrew before again. Ric Flair got released, so there's that. Uh, also, I'm not – like when Hogan not losing was Hogan wanting that – I don't even think this is Charlotte. They want to book her like this. Yes. And she's just like, well, okay. Yeah. I, they want her to be the Rick female Ric Flair. They're pushing that on her. I don't even know if she wants to be there. That's a good point. Because she looks unhappy. Oh, and the best, if you go back, if any, why would you ever rewatch this Raw? Don't. But you remember the spot where she has to, because, because, 
course, Nikki can't really beat her. Yeah. She has to run herself into the yes. table. It's the, the her face when she's running at the table is like, oh, I got to hit this table. I know. I oh hate it. Oh, my God. It's, it's hilarious. so bad. Oh, yep. They showed the replay of that. I know. Oh, thanks for the email. Um, yeah, that's uh. That sure was a week in wrestling that I don't want to relive. Um, but no. I'm glad I got it out of my system. But now I think I need sleep. You so. definitely do, Joe. Thank you for doing the show. I had to mute. I was trying to say thank you, but really, really yeah. wasn't an option. Like you're going to miss it after what 16 years. Oh, I'm going to miss one. I know. <sighs> 27 Very shows good. in July. Wear myself out for like pennies. So please. <laughs> Please go to patreon.com slash smart wrestling fan and uh, pledge money to the show and um, we'll just keep making more. So that's it. Anything else? No, we okay. need to, you need to get, I need to get to bed. All right. It's slept. very late. It's so late. All right. That's our program, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. And until next time, bye everybody. <laughs>